This is Gray Man Media Content. Hello everyone for Gray Man Media. I am your host, Devin Gray, and this is Down to Earth with Christopher Masters. Chris is an aspiring entrepreneur who looks forward to starting his own company in California. You can find him on Instagram at CRI33ZZ. Chris, how the hell are you? No, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm fantastic, brother. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I appreciate it. What do you think about the uh, the set here? Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah? Yeah. Feeling, feeling good? Nice little homie, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were telling me a story on the way to go get you a pack of cigarettes. I want you to... We need to tell the listeners what you were telling me about when your dad broke his hand. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he decides one day, I guess the Super Bowl weekend, he gets pretty pissed, goes white boy crazy on the wall. It's a stud. and uh, You know how that goes. No health insurance. Though. So he looks at me and he's like, uh, you think I'm going to the urgent care? It's, it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, call him goofy a little bit, and then a couple of days later, he's got this baseball-sized hand. And I uh, look at him like... Uh, you know, I know you're trying to alpha dog me right now, man, but uh, you're going to have to take that to the urgent care. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so, so we go, uh, and he comes out of here. I'm talking baseball-sized hand. I mean, we leave urgent care, and uh, he's like, they gave me Tylenol. And I'm like, all right, um, let's see what what, what what type of Chris magic I can, I can work a little bit, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so it's kind of weird whenever you're, you know, you're getting some... Uh, Medication, you know, whatever you want to call it for your parents, is a, it's a one thing to sell them some weed. But yeah, and then uh, I had to cut him off eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like he was enjoying it. Yeah, you know much. what I mean. It <laughs> yeah, happens. Happens to the best of them. Um, so uh, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about um, kind of what your plans are uh, for the future. Um, for those who don't know me, me and Chris have known each other for quite a long time. When did, when did we meet? How old were you? It was, uh, I think it was about a decade ago. Yeah, that sounds like right. I was 11. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm 21. Um, <laughs> I was sitting on the porch. I remember this, like it was yesterday. I was on there with my other friend, Javen. Uh, I can't remember who else was on the step. I remember, oh yeah, Javen and Carlos. I remember that for a fact. And uh, we're kicking and having a good time. And all of a sudden, uh, you and uh, you and your brother walk up to us, and so that's what started the friendship. <laughs> and didn't have nobody in the neighborhood, and we were the age, so. <laughs> yeah. That's how that goes. Yeah, man. And it birthed the... Uh... We were, what, like five houses apart or some shit. What? So that's yeah. how that went. Yeah, yeah. We birthed uh, a, a long-standing relationship, and I happen to know. I've known this for a while, and obviously we we mentioned it in the intro, but you have always, since I've known you, Wanted to go to Cali. Oh, go yeah. back to Cali. Go back. I'm going. Going. So what's what's your back, back. what's your goals, man? <laughs> um I definitely to open something. Uh I really don't have a certain industry or anything that I'd like to participate in, but uh definitely open my sort of my own business out of a boss. You just know for That's a going fact. to happen. You just know for a fact that you don't want to work for nobody. Yeah, it's for you a fact. Work for yourself. Yeah, for a fact. For yeah. a- <laughs> and uh, eventually I'll get back to it- California. Is it for a fact or, or else? No, it's a fact. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that's keeping—I mean, there's a few things keeping me in Kentucky for real right now. The biggest thing is, um, I mean, there's a couple wild things. There's a three strikes law out there in California. You don't know, like extremities, but uh, and you know, guns out there. Yeah, you can't have something bigger than like a 
You got a barrel longer than your fucking finger. <laughs> That's fucking it's ridiculous. Pretty, pretty the list is like, you know, whatever it is. It's 10, not, 15 pistols. I can't is, do that. It is not a uh Out here you can strap friendly. an AK to your back and walk up and down. Yeah, I mean, not, you couldn't, but you could, you know. Not, you don't have your ankle carry bazooka on you right now? <laughs> no, unfortunately, I left it at the house. Um, <laughs> That's right. You still got your appendix AR. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Um So what else? Let's hold uh, you back. Hold me back from California. I guess all the people that are here in Kentucky at the current moment. Yeah. I've got a lot of family out there, but, yeah, that's just how it goes, you know. The girlfriend, uh, the intermediate family out here. Yeah. Yeah, all the friends and stuff. I, I had a chance to restart, but it was when I was just getting into, like, another serious relationship. So, right. You, what do you do? You're not going to no, fucking bounce. No. More than likely. I'm I mean, not, you could least. be that guy. Yeah, it could be, but I didn't. Yeah, my <laughs> aunt af- offered me um, to go out, and I, the only thing was I had to do school. College, oh, are you still? So I'm not really into that. Oh, so you have, have you been to college at all? No, not at all. Not even thinking about it. Not even interested anymore? Not even. No, hell no. Don't need it. <laughs> you know. Well, you had... Uh, you had, It's just a waste of money. Yeah, when you, were, when you were younger, you were really big into soccer. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I was going to be the next footballer. Yeah. The next big footballer, yeah. Score the next $300 million contract. I remember watching some of your videos and stuff that you'd post. I was definitely trying to to do that shit. Uh, probably until sophomore year in high school. And that was due to a few few things. The biggest thing was I played a little bit of freshman, and then you, know, you try it again for the team. And I couldn't pay for the fees. Mm. And, of course, they charge fees. They need 150 bucks for the uniforms. They need this, that, for the referees, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I asked the coach, um, you know, anything I can work around that. I ain't got no fucking bread to do that, you know, and my people don't have any money to, to spend on it. And, unfortunately, I was one of the last people to say that. So uh, I wasn't given that honor of, uh, yeah, skipping out on that for the year. Damn. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, that kind of kind of discouraged me because I remember meeting up with a with a River City coach and uh, they were gonna put me on as long as I played school, mm. and so I didn't play school that year, so I didn't get the tryout that I would have with the club, and that probably would have boosted the career. But at the same time, it was a mix of that, and I started started selling. <laughs> you know, I gotta start selling weed or something. Start smoking a lot, and you're not really worried about the football field. Yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, do you ever do you ever miss it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. sometimes I mean I don't you don't really want to live with, with uh, regrets or anything. But yeah, but you know you can look back fondly. Yeah, and you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna put the blunt down here. There, you know. <laughs> at the soccer field, I probably would have done a little bit more. Do you ever just do you ever just play around with the with the soccer ball anymore? Or? I have everything still. Wow, every little thing. So you ever bust it out? So, uh, I haven't recently, yeah. but yeah, every so often I do. Yeah. I make sure I go in a. I hit Tom Sawyer or some shit. Keep it a little, little tight. Yeah, you know. Keep those skills sharp. Got to keep myself close to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, man. No, I I thought you were uh, really into soccer. I mean, I obviously you were, Still. but yeah, I'm the biggest Louisville City fan you'll know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm Luca. there as much as I can. No, I don't. I mean, apparently he stopped coming to noodles whenever I started working. Or really? Yeah, and unfortunately. He saw you there. He was like, nah, peace out. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so I, so when I yelling shit at me on the field. When I, told him, when I told him I was leaving Plainview, he came up to me. He was like, hey, 
if you ever need tickets or anything like that to the game, you just let me know. You're fucking kidding. I was like, nice. I was like, I, I mean, like, I don't participate in soccer or anything like that, but like, who's gonna say no to that? Right. Of course, I have no way to contact this man. So <laughs> <laughs> DM him one day, like, hey, yo, uh, we talked that one time. That one time you a year me, ago. Man? The hell, you don't come you, by my restaurant. I gave you noodles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, that was pretty tight, though. Yeah. Um. So I've got I've got one of these. So, obviously, we've talked a little bit about California. Mm. Talked a little bit about just soccer. a little bit. I could go on for days. Oh, I, I have no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I have no doubt. I have yeah. no doubt. The city you by know, the bay, man. That's where I, I want to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a like a, a big uh, like cultural difference between like America and what they perceive as, as soccer and the rest of the entire universe? At this point, uh, the only big thing that I've recently you know kind of thought about is the fact that. Um, everybody is so nationalistic, mm. um, you know, uh, all the fans on soccer wise. So there's a lot of racism and it's, it's, it's literally blatant. It's so blatant. You have a Spanish team play an Italian team and then you have the Italian teams calling the Spanish people, you know, a bunch of taunts and this, that, and it never stops. Like you even hear about I'm sure the, the Spanish people, do you even hear about the FIFA government, you know, cause they have their own body of government somehow. And they even hear them <laughs> like finding people and finding stadiums and and faculty that don't hold these people accountable. Yeah. But it's all the time, all the time, all over the world. It's just very, very people, people are very nationalistic, so they're, yeah. They want to root for their hometown. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's. Yeah. So that's just something that's that's been, that's happened recently on the radar for you? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Something that's, uh, that keeps America a little bit different from the rest of the world because America doesn't really. Whenever you have, you know, it's it's state versus state or city versus city. Whenever you yeah. come down to that, and so people aren't really worried about all that. Plus, people here aren't a fan of U.S. soccer. If they're a fan of soccer, they're probably a fan of Manchester United. Man, you know, all the big teams, Juventus or uh, Barcelona, they're not a fan of American soccer. And if they are, it's it's a little Louisville City or something like that to go to a home game or. Something never so often, they're, they're not worried about our teams. Dude, have you seen that stadium? Yeah, I've seen the stadium. You know who built it? Who? Brian helped build it. Yeah, Brian did help build yeah. it. I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to take that angle. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, we know a guy who, who did the concrete for yeah. that place. That's pretty wild. It's pretty wild, yeah. Pretty wild. Walking on that concrete to go to a game, and you're it's, sitting there like, yeah, my boy. Built it. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you brought him up. I texted him today. Yeah. So my kid was sitting on the couch, and he was singing... Um, uh, rolly rolly yeah <laughs> which i used to do at work all the time and brian would just roll his eyes so i sent him a video i was like hey look <laughs> look at this <laughs> yeah he was acting like he didn't do the little uzi dance <laughs> i love bk though I uh, seen him in a little while. oh god dude some some of the 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 wildest day that i've ever been with brian was when he came over for a halloween party that i was throwing Oh, and he brought a little, he brought a little beer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember hearing about this. <laughs> what a good thing. Yeah, I fell flat on my face. <laughs> no, B is pretty good. Pretty cool, too. Um, yeah? Yeah. Okay, it's not too bad. When, so when I saw him, he looked like a fucking kid. He's a better kid. Yeah, I mean, he still looks like a kid. Yeah. You can still look him in the face and be like, whoa. <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> yeah. 
That's no crazy. Question. It's crazy. He'll look at me and he'll be like, "Man, you're gonna be on 2K tonight." I'm like, I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cool though. He's cool. Yeah. What's it like being a PlayStation player? Uh, crap. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not too bad. I'm waiting on these prices of the PS5 to come out. Xbox um, drop. Xbox drop theirs. Yeah, four ninety nine and two ninety nine. I mean, if you they had, had like a pro, I'm definitely gonna buy the pro this time. I regretted not buying it last time. Oh, I love, I love my Xbox One X. Yeah, it is, I believe that it is the shit. No question. Um, what do you, do you? I mean, they're they're gonna have to match that price. Yeah, it's definitely probably gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be if but it's not exactly. I don't know close. if they're gonna release the pro with it. I don't know if I've heard anything about a pro releasing with it because I know I've heard about the digital version without the disc drive. Yeah, and then they have one with it. So I'm assuming it's gonna be like a hundred dollar difference. What do you, what do you think hundred dollars with it, huh? What do you think about the looks of the PlayStation? I'd rather it, you know, sit sideways. Yeah, uh, I'd rather yeah on the bigger side of it. I don't want it to to stand up. I'm, if I did, I would just. I'd be really concerned about scratching any kind of desk or something or uh, disc or something. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of debating on. I don't really buy many discs I mean, at this me point. Me neither, but I wouldn't want to. If I chuck one in there, I don't want it to break. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it is, man. Like the, I mean, it's kind of like the old... PlayStation 5 looks like it, fl- it fucking popped its collar out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't really like the design. <laughs> I actually but like if it. it can st- if, if, if I can take off that extra stuff on the top and the bottom and I can sit it sideways, then I'd, I'd be really preferred. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've also heard, I don't know if you heard... I'd rather not have a tower. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much space for that. Right I now. love the way the Xbox One looks. It looks like yeah. it comes out the ground it's like... Fuck you! I would be an Xbox player if I didn't already have such a grounding. With the, yeah, dude, that's kind of where I'm at with Xbox. You know, I have so many games on. I'm backlog. still gonna. I'm still gonna buy the PlayStation. How 5. about the Xbox? I would just never touch that. That's how my PlayStation Four is. Yeah, it sits in my boys' room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a very specific question that was uh that was offered up to you mm. from Christina. Oh wow! Whew. This is gonna be far fetched, I guess. <laughs> Why don't you talk to us a little bit about your pet peeves? For My some reason, she, for some reason, she thinks this is going to be significant for you. Oh, really? <laughs> As he takes, a I, I mean, I'm assuming she's probably correct. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna call her a liar yet. Pet peeves, uh, uh, mine specifically. <laughs> yes. Um. This, by the way, this show is about you. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. My pet peeves. This that was is, hot. Uh, yeah, you think so? <laughs> to like fucking bow and shit. <laughs> huh. Man, you don't have any pet peeves, huh? I mean, they're mostly work related. Mm. <laughs> I appreciate you, know, you not I, going uh, into that. <laughs> I don't really, you know, I'm a firm believer. I don't really talk too much about work outside work. I try not to. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know so, it is. so editor, just cut that. Um, <laughs> we're just right gonna here. cut that entire thing. All right, so we're gonna have to go into some of this more. These more other. I'm sure of, there's something, but they're not major. Why don't you talk to me when my weed man doesn't have a bag? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you kind of cellophane. <laughs> I might. <laughs> Bitch, I might. Where's your bag, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'm paying a luxury for this shit now. It's 2020. This isn't 2017. It used to be cheap. <laughs> we're back to 2013 prices if we're not talking dispensary and we're talking mostly dispensary 
Oh, man, I'm fucking lost here, dude. You're you're throwing me for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this first part is going to be... This whole thing is probably going to have to be cut. Oh, yeah. But this first part here is so difficult with you. Because I don't know, like... What like you don't like you you're not you don't have any like real set goals. Oh right now? Yeah. Like set goals. I mean You're like just chilling. Yeah, I mean I'm yeah. I'm young. I got what I needed at the current moment. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, slowly upgraded my life, but that's you know, one by one. Yeah, how's the new place? It's all right. Um I specifically went after hardwood. Or at least hardwood esque. <laughs> Cause you know how it is you go into an apartment, you're very Unlikely to find some hardwood unless you pay a, a big luxury. Um, yeah, it's a big deal. But yeah, I've got a you nice hardwood nine hundred uh, watts plank, which is yeah, you know, fake hardwood. Yeah, but it's better than the fake vinyl. Yeah, um, vinyl scrap. Vinyl's absolutely ass. I tore the vinyl in my old place, leaving. For real, it wasn't me. It was yeah, my girlfriend's mom. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the lease, so it's me. It um, is you. Yeah. yeah you're, you know how yeah, that goes. Yeah. You're not getting that. De- you weren't going to get that deposit back anyway. It was a move-in fee. It wasn't a deposit from the jump. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I moved out, and I had just started my credit card, my credit start, my credit history. So I was still building it. I probably had a zero, fat zero. Mm. I was kind of just looking for a complex that would take me. Yeah. What do you, So what's your credit score like now? Uh, it dropped. Oof. So it's like a 740. You're so, sitting um, pretty. You're sitting pretty, boy. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at right now. Um, <laughs> I talk to people like that. That's FICO, too, that's boy. Like, that's FICO? <laughs> that's FICO, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know your regular credit score? Um, I'm pretty sure FICO pulls from three. It Well, it does, but it's it's different. I don't know about, like, I haven't gotten my full credit report. Um, look at them know. I'm sure it's around there. Maybe like what, you got a Discover card? Shit. I got it all around. I got an Amex, a Discover, a Capital One. I can keep going. I got the Amex solely for the credit limit. Me too. Yeah. And, and the that fact that it was, it. and the fact that it was the only card I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. Same like, with me. And I got the one. I gotta have it. I got the clear one. You know how it is. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to do that too. Yeah, yeah. The, the clear one with the blue square. In the yeah, middle. yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks, it little looks, flex. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if I purchase from you. I'm getting two percent of my money. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I give yeah. you all my money? Yeah, that's right. I can apply for a name X. Yeah, yeah. Not only can I apply, but I got approved. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly right. My, my credit limit's higher than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. <Doesn't it>? uh, <laughs> for them, it does. Yeah, man. Um, what do you think tells you more about a person than anything else? Your credit? No, no, just just people. Oh, what tells more about a person? Yeah, than anything else. Body language. 100%. You got anything specific? It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, you can talk to them about anything. Um, I'd like to, I mean, I don't, I won't say I like to, but, un, un, you know, subconsciously, I kind of profile people as I see them, as I meet them. Not profile as in, you know, racial type of profile, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, uh, okay, he's fiddling his hand, so he's nervous about something. Um, he's walking up to me with a certain walk, so unfortunately he's mad about this, you know, this, that, whatever. Unfortunately he's yeah. mad about that. <laughs> Interesting. Constantly. Wow. It's kind of weird. Like it's, it's a little sociopath. manipulative. Uh, it sounds like it. <laughs> I have emotions. <laughs> I have emotions. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, don't emotions. worry. I've cried 
<laughs> I have in the past. Before, yes. <laughs> Rarely, but it happens. What, so, so going into that then, do you, mm. do you think that there's like toxic masculinity going on? What you mean? Like for you, like that's like generally speaking, you know, that's not acceptable. Like for a man to cry or show emotions or things. Yeah, like it's that. kind of like an underlying, yeah, yeah, yeah thing. This you is probably wouldn't thing. want to. You wouldn't want to show it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly not in front of other men. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, not in front of other men. No, not in your, not in front of your brigade. Brigade. You don't want to do it. No. Your brigade. Platoon. No. The platoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. No, because then they know you're wuss. weak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what the fuck? What's that matter with you, man? And you know what? Whatever. Get your I'm, shit together. I accidentally hit him. I thought that was an enemy. So I was doing. <laughs> I was doing a. I was doing an interview on a on a different podcast. Mm. Um. Some Eric had me on his podcast. Yeah. And he asked me that. He was like, "Would you ever cry in front of your kids?" Yeah. No. No. Not at all. No. I've only heard of my father crying once. Once, and uh, I'm sure it's happened more, but. Um, it was this one time I was of. a dumbass four year old and he ran up to the corner store and I decided to, uh, uh, he left me with, with one of, uh, his friends, I guess. And she had a daughter that was around my age and, uh, I decided to follow him after he had already walked up like five minutes or so. So he had basically gotten almost up to that spot and I was halfway through the neighborhood and uh, a crowd covers me because I'm four years old. I'm four years old, yeah. literally. Yeah, a crowd covers me. Like, oh, no, what are you doing? You you obviously don't know where you're going. Where's your parents at? And uh, I guess I didn't really know that. I don't understand. But then not too long later, I mean, I'm talking 15 people crowding me. I don't even know how there's this many people around in this neighborhood. But <laughs> back in the day, I guess it was more popular. Cop rolls up. Literally, nobody even called him. Um, but just randomly, a cop drove past. Damn! And so she stops. There's a commotion. She's gonna there's, walk out. She there's grabs. There's a commotion. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I want to see what's up with this. So she grabs me, walks me over to the nearby buildings. Literally goes door to door for a few buildings. But then she gave up. Four year old Chris is like, bro, I know where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? My dad's right over. I mean, he's right over there. I can Let me cross see the him. street. <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> so um. Went down to the home of the innocents for, and this was a big deal because it ended up being that, like, they didn't believe that my parents were looking after me correctly and right, all this right, shit. Right. So, CBS I was in there, involved. yeah, I'm, I'm in their possession for months. Wow, for months, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I heard that that was the first time he, I mean, he cried. For, I mean, and I believe it, I'd probably yeah. cry about the same thing. Just not in front of the kid, though. Yeah, not in front of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> he kept it behind closed He was like, he was, and, and Eric goes, he goes, but why? That's, that's, fu-. and I'm like, I understand. Yeah. Like, I agree that that's, that, you know, that's fucked up. Yeah. But like, also, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Sign of weakness? Are you kidding me? Are you serious? <laughs> They're boys. I'd never fucking do that in my life. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to hand I can the key. help it. I might as well just hand him the fucking keys <laughs> to the apartment. Here's your victory, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You're you know? more of a man than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, though, Good I want to, I want to foster a relationship. Am I with what? <laughs> <laughs> the same time, I want to foster like a relationship with them where it's like, yeah, it's safe, you know, yeah. for you to. But yeah, definitely. The same, of course. But of also course. have that. S- Make it kind of okay. It's like a. It's <laughs> you don't like want to tell your eight year old, like, shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> you don't want to damage do that, them but, permanently. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, they can't be going to school crying and shit. Yeah, exactly. Once you cry in it's front of the group of people, balance, yeah. And it's all societal. It's tough. It's all societal. I don't, I don't really know the whole thing about it yet, but you know how it is. Pretty well, she's pregnant so. now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. I hope not. That's a, that's so a, far, the birth control is working. Unfortunately, it's going to just going to switch it, but. Mm. Yeah, it's working. It's yeah. working. Yeah. That's, it's saying. that's one of my favorite things to joke about with you. Yeah, I'll never get a vasectomy. Really? Never? Never. never. Huh. I could never imagine that. Can you imagine sh- shooting bank- blanks? Well, that's, would... that's, not, it's not, that's not how it is. Yeah? No. Not completely? No. This how's it go? It just takes away your... There's, there's discharge, your but you're... Oh, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically come with no sperm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude, I don't know. No I, money shot. I I, t- <laughs> I toss back around and forth because like like I'm pretty sure I'm done having kids. Like, yeah, oh I understand. And a couple is okay. You know those. Yeah, a literal couple. You need to 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 carry the family name. I probably need to carry the family name. I'm gonna keep trying to get a son at least. <laughs> yeah, get a son. Yeah, get that a son. takes thirteen. That takes thirteen. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'll get that son. <laughs> Chris, I sort of got about to check in on you like years from now after you moved into Cali and you're like, Yeah, I got fourteen kids. I'll have a soccer team. All three of if that's all, how it goes. The I'm first coaching. thirteen were f- for were fucking girls. I'm coaching and there's a travel team. You cut your um, balls off after that. Yeah, probably. I mean they'd probably be drained and you know fucking, old and decrepit. Yeah, you know. You're like eighty years Jesus, old, you got thirty girls, you're like dude. Stuff. Thir- the hell is the matter with thirty first kid got a ball boy and go to the bar. <laughs> I got my kid. You know how it goes. Um, what is your most hated chore at home? My most hated chore. The one you won't do. My personal one. I'll do all of them. I'll honestly okay, do all the one of them. that you're the, the one, that, one that I hate the most. There you go. Is going to be. Um, uh, we got a pretty good system about dishes and shit, so uh, probably litter. Litter, and I can say that with a straight face. Hey, doing litter? Yeah, yeah, fucking litter. Something about picking up another animal's poop. I mean, <laughs> something about that. Yeah, kind of pisses me off. Kind of, <laughs> kind of grinds my gears. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, if she cooks, I clean. If, if I if I cook, she cleans. It's a pretty good system, and that's the majority of it because we're not dirty motherfuckers. So. Right. <laughs> I I've been in too many households. Way too many. Where it's way like, too many. Where it's like. Y'all clearly don't give a fuck. Plates sitting around, bowls, food left in it. I can't do that. I can't do all that. <laughs> gotta have a clean place to come to home to, man. Yeah, yeah. I've gotta, dude. The Zen's fucked gotta up. Make sure it's a, a little presentable at least. Yeah, sure. There's even a to mess, yourself. Whatever. Yeah. Even to the yourself. Yeah, exactly. I'll never be a hoarder, a nasty. Yeah, a nasty. I've been. I've <laughs> been in too many of those households. I mean, I remember this one household in general. And I won't say by name. But I remember when I was a kid, we used to smoke up in this one kid's room. And uh, and they lived in this townhouse over in this area I used to live in. And when we'd go in his room specifically, the rest of the house was great. Because, I mean, his mom worked our end job, did that 12-hour on, 12-hour off, mm-hmm. off, or whatever, always on call thing. But she always kept it clean. Once you go into the room, though, it's nothing but bowls on bowls on bowls on, on cups on cups on cups. Just his it's specific just wor- room? Compl- yeah, his specific room. Yeah, oh it was completely God. disgusting. Yeah, I don't even understand it, but whatever. <laughs> Some people can live like that, I guess. I guess. It is disgusting, man. Um, 
if you just <laughs> if you just inherited one hundred fifty thousand dollars, one hundred fifty k investing that you, it that you never even knew you had. You're investing it. I'm investing it. No question, one hundred percent. I'll probably open a business. Matter of fact, because then you can do it without a loan, without investors. You can do a little something at least. You can get investors if you're looking to open something something lucrative. But when you have that much money, I wouldn't. I would definitely invest it. What and probably it first things first, cryptocurrency. Um, what? Yes, that's uh, first things first. Um, and then I'll probably put the rest into investing into multiple restaurants. Restaurants make money depending on what they are. Like currently at the current, uh, you know, whatever around us, Taco Bells are making stupid money. If I were to put some money into Taco Bell, um, I mean, they're just. How do you feel about their, their menu deletes? Uh, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I was a victim of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been personally victimized by, by Taco Bell. I was a big fan of the Beefy Fritos slider. Um, cause I was a big fan of the, uh, regular beef, the beefy burrito. crunch burrito, oh bro, can I'm on a Facebook group where they specifically beg. Are you serious? Yes. All I want is that burrito. Uh, that's bag. all I care about. I mean, I, I will show up almost shit. every day and I cook Dude, every so often when they did it as an LTO <laughs> the last time, like two yeah. years ago, yeah. I went through and I would buy 10 every fucking day. I'd beg. I was trying to fucking boost their I numbers. I know you have the shit back there. It was, yeah, because <laughs> they kept the slider on. And what pisses me off. So I know you have the chips. Just make the burrito. What pisses me off is that Lay's is part of the company that owns Taco Bell. Oh. Yo, why can't you just give me my fucking burrito? Yeah, just, bitch. just ship them to the damn restaurants. What's the hardest part about oh that? Oh, my God. It pisses me off. Fuck, it just costs fake money. Jesus. You got me all worked up over a fucking burrito. No, tell me about it. I've been pissed off for years. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard recently they took potatoes off the menu. They did? And I'm not too... I mean, I didn't go that to that menu. I don't, I'm don't. i not personally affected by that. <laughs> but that that's unfortunate. And potatoes every so often, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> I'm not personally affected by potatoes. Yeah. <sighs> they took the rest of the, I mean, for a while, they go over to uh, Crunchwraps, at least, over here. Really? Yeah, they put them back on the menu. But I think they were just reorganizing it for a bit, and okay. uh, they decided to not mess with that. Or maybe it was some COVID saving money maybe. technique. Um, what is the luckiest thing you've ever had happen to you? The luckiest thing. Um, lucky. <laughs> huh. I'd probably need to couple seconds just well, while that. you think about that why don't you uh tell us how you think about that <laughs> um it's brainstorm time you know what i'm saying a little slow to reaction but uh okay just a couple seconds what do you think about that uh liquid death you got there bud it's not too bad actually um it's weird yeah, being you crack it open like i said i was expecting a little well, wheat flavor. <laughs> but this is uh, really good stuff. Um, give me a second for uh, so I can murder my thirst. <laughs> it's weird that it comes in a can because you crack it open and you're expecting something different. Liquid death, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've found is that, it, I mean, I, I like the fact that they're using cans because, like, fuck plastic. Right. Right, so definitely. Cool. I'm yeah. cool with that. Um, completely for it. You just crush that can and use it for something now, so yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought of the luckiest thing that has ever happened? Luckiest thing. So there's a couple things that come to mind. Um, one of them is kind of work related. 
Um, I don't want to bring it up too much, but I remember when I, out of the blue, just after years of not talking to your ass, asked your ass if you had a spot for me. This is 100% fine to talk about. So I I say that's pretty lucky because what I wanted at the time, I ended up getting because I texted my homie from back in the day. And it shouldn't have worked out, but it did. Uh, the other thing was I found a I me oh my god, this was probably this was like fourth grade, and I stumbled upon a hundred dollar bill with what? my friend at the time, David. Yes, oh my fucking god, <laughs> dude, a hundred dollars to a fourth grader is like and and yeah, right. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That's of a money. lot of candy, man. That's a lot of fucking candy and gum. But no, he was a. F- it was a Boy Scout to the core. Damn. And I'm, I guess, it. yeah, no, they teach that moral. You got to donate. You got to find out whose it is or donate it, but you can't keep it. Bullshit. And he ended up telling his dad that we found it. And his dad ended up His dad shit. put it in his pocket. Yeah, no question. Because his dad no knew better. Because fuck a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck what, a boy what's Scout. up with the Boy Scout? If you're not an Eagle Scout, what are you, what were you doing? You don't know anything. What are you doing, man? I was a Damn, Scout bro. for two meetings. That wasn't even lucky. Two meetings. That wasn't even lucky. No, I'm, I mean, it, it had all. It was the kind of lucky, like I, exactly, like I stumbled upon it. Like holy fuck, like this is a hundred dollars. That's when you should have just put it before your the blue ones. Before the blue <laughs> ones, they were still green. I should have just. Th- I should. I should have stolen. Should have took that and took his shoes. And my- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't you have a story like that? You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yes. Um, tell me about. Tell us about that Jesus story. Christ. Don't you have a story where you got robbed? This was. <laughs> I I just told this to a left driver six hours ago, because she told me about a time where they tried to take a car. Um, I'm walking around in my old neighborhood, Lafonne, which um, is not particularly bad. But you, if you're talking about East Louisville, bad neighborhood, you're definitely going to mention Lafonne. So I'll give you that one, and. I get dropped off in the front of the neighborhood by somebody the night before, you know, whatever, the morning after some crazy-ass fucking night. And not not morning. It was day, It was definitely like 4 o'clock or some shit out. But, you know, morning because you wake up at 1. Um, so I'm walking down the street um, in this long straightaway, and then you're kind of like a block or two, I guess, away from, from where I was at. And uh, I get around to where I'm probably uh, 300 feet away in some... Maroon Pontiac Grand Prix pulls up next to me. It's two door, and I remember it was uh has some shutters in the back with a temporary license plate. And the dude pulls up, instantly throws that bitch in park, and uh, hops out the car. And I don't remember what he was concealing. It looked like a little Glock type thing, kind of basic you know, structure. But uh, yeah, pulls this strap out on me and tells me to get up on my shoes. And mind you, I'm a you know I'm a big sneakerhead. I got all those stuff left and right. I got. Yeah, yeah. Huge I mean, thing. now I only have like twenty pairs or something. But at the point, at the point in time, I had like fifty probably, and they were all, you know, valuable things that people would pay money for. And uh, I had just bought these things. They're a pair of the patent leather Elevens. Everybody knows about it if you know. But yeah, I got about those things. Unfortunately, I remember that. <laughs> and and yeah, I got about of those. And it's the only time I can say because I've never been. I've never been a person that walks outside like barefoot or anything, very into nature or anything like that. So, yeah, you know, I walked home in socks. That was kind of wild. And I, I mean, looking back on it, I'm I'm okay with it. I, I mean, I'm a firm believer. If you can hold it, you you hold something. 
you know, you put something on your hip. But if I would have had a gun, I wouldn't have pulled it. I would have gotten, I would have gave him the shoes and as soon as he got in the car. Because as soon as he gets in the car, he waits probably like, he, he gets in the car and he puts it in drive. He's slowly creeping at like five miles per hour for maybe 15 feet. And if he would have given me that time, I would have busted the back windshield out. And I know that for a fact. And, I, and so I'm kind of glad I didn't have it on me because I would have done it. And next thing you know, I catch a body over some fucking shoes. Over some shoes. Bro. Over some shoes. I mean, of, of course I had it pulled on me at first. But, you know, think about it on the other side, I guess. Kind of. What is one of your biggest fears in life? Biggest fears? Um, going to the university hospital. people don't make it out man people don't get it out people don't get i swear like i mentioned earlier man if i get in that ambulance if i ever have a reason to get in that ambulance they're not taking me to university i'll I'll tell them to give me a dnr before i even pull up please please because i won't make it anyways you might as well just suburban or nothing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my other thing is uh yeah, not just just not fulfilling what I want to do in life. Yeah, um, I don't want to be that person. There's a reason. Like at the current moment, I'm kind of looking, and I don't, again, I don't want to get too much into work, but I'm kind of looking to get out of, you know, restaurant. At? I've been in it for seven years. You've or been so. doing it for a while. Doing it for a while, and and eventually it kind of gets the best of you, and you you just really don't want to deal with it. So, you know, slowly but surely, I don't want to get myself stuck in something. Yeah, and, no, hundred percent, dude. Because you can. Yeah. Fifteen years roll know, by. And yeah, like, oh, next shit. thing you know, I'm thirty. I'm thirty five. Telling people I'm still just a regular store manager, <laughs> and I can't do that. Can't man. do it, dude. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It happens, dude. And it and happens to the best of them. Oh, that's the thing. I've seen it. Seen it. It's sad stuff, man. <laughs> have I you just ever, can't do it. Have you ever wanted to go hang gliding? I haven't thought about it too much, but I wouldn't be against it. You know what I really want to do? Sometime what do you in my really want to do? I really want to. Um, Skydive. I really want to. I, I 100%. Do. I know people are like, you're crazy for thinking that, but 100%, ah, I know I want to do that in my life. That sounds fucking Why do dope. you want to do it? Um, the, the thrill. Um, and I'm normally, I'm not scared of heights, but once you get to a certain height, of course you're going to be like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Um, but that, Especially when that motherfucking door Especially, opens. Especially, <laughs> I mean, of course I'd probably have to be attached to somebody because uh, I'd be fucking terrified to pull that parachute and, or not do it, you know? I don't think they let you the first couple times. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to have some sort of license or some shit to go by yourself. But. You want to know the, the reason I want to do it is because I'm fucking terrified of doing it. Yeah. So I know if I can do right? that, right. I'm good. Exactly. Fuck yeah, If you can live else. through that, then you can yeah, fuck. I jumped out of I just plane. jumped in. You know, I just dropped <laughs> thousands of feet. I'm like, what do you have on me? Fuck I is, understand Fuck it. is, you know... Leaving this job. 100%. Fuck is, fuck is doing any of this. Yeah. I jumped out of an airplane, bro. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been snowboarding? No, I haven't, but I really want to. Yeah. I would. I mean, we have the, the Indiana, whatever the peaks are in Indiana, yeah, yeah, real yeah. close to us. I would like to go. I just haven't yet. Yeah, dude, because um, you shredded. I mean, I got to a point when I was skating. Um, it, was, it was all right. I mean... I don't even know if I can kickflip anymore, but the other day, Michael showed up to noodles with a board, and I, I flicked the kickflip. Mm. I just didn't. I threw my right foot off of it because I had boots on. Somehow, I flicked it with boots on. If you had gotten some extra time on it. Yeah, if I would have committed, yeah. I probably would have landed awkwardly on my boots, but <laughs> I, I would have done it maybe. Um, had a, maybe a, 
a change of shoes and a couple you more know minutes. I really want to get back into skating. I just hate how... I know this is very cliche, but you turn into an adult and then watch your time just dwindle away. Seriously. And fuck, man, I got nothing but errands left and right. I got this and that. If I don't do it, then I got a girlfriend pissed at me, and then I got, yeah, whatever, man. Plus, then you just didn't accomplish it yourself. Right. And then, and you know you're going to have to deal with it sooner or later. But I, I, I mean, I always think about skating again. I do it was too. some of the funnest time. I mean, I can't imagine. And doing some of the, I don't know, man. I used to go, I used to take a Tark ride downtown. Yeah. And I would be down there for hours at a time and with nobody with me. I would buy, I'd be by myself by the campuses and stuff. And I'd be skating on their, on their stairs or their. Just vibing. Yeah, just vibing. Headphones in my ear. Yeah, they, I mean, you know. It was the shit. Dickies plaid shirt, some skate shoes. And I was done. <laughs> that was me all day. Double decker McDonald's. I was by that. Yeah. If I needed some food, just go, you know, I'd be, I'd be on Barstown Road, going to Home Skate Shop 24-7. I mean, you remember when I told you, it got to the point I was there all the time. They would throw me discounts. Oh, right. I mean, yeah, and I wasn't like, you know, some crazy skater or anything. I wasn't sponsored by them. I didn't get any flow, but, um, you know, next thing you know, I'm showing up and they're like, wow, this is, you know, the third time in a couple months you came and you broke your fucking board. So here's a, you know, 15% off your next board or something. It was kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And I, I kind of miss the vibe that you got from skating. Um, it feels like, to, like me and Michael were talking about, it feels like the, the, uh, the skateboarding scene has died out a little bit. I lost a lot of... I, <laughs> It, it it's become a hip hop thing too, really. Um, you know, it, it used to be. You know, I mean, even a few years back, um, it was still more grunge, more grunge rock. You know, type of scene. I mean, you, you still had that. I mean, that that grungy vibe. Now it's like you watch any skate video, it's hip hop in the back. Yeah, it's always. it's um, it's the new collaborated Jordan SBs that just came out that are on the dude's feet that he's kicking clip. clip you know, kick flipping a 13 stair off of or something, you know, it's all about the advertisement now, I feel like. Yeah. And I mean, you're cool if you skate. It wasn't like that. No. Yeah. I mean, it was still like that kind of, it was, you know, but it wasn't, people looked at you like you're a dirty motherfucker. Like why, why would you, all you do is write a board all day. Like you, all you do is fall on the ground. I mean, they, <laughs> they weren't a hundred percent incorrect, but at the same time, that wasn't us. Right. Right. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, but yeah, now it's more like a mainstream thing, definitely. If you skate now, everybody skates. I, I I wish I could get like just find some time to do it. That's what I want. Even That's once a I week. Want. And I'm not even talking about like doing tricks or anything. I'm I'm just literally talking about just just riding the just riding, chilling. Yeah. It's a vibe, man. Enjoying. I, I, I mean, no longboards. Remember, <laughs> nah. fuck a longboard, but. I mean, I mean good, it's, good it's, for you it's if you do man. it, but you know, whatever. It's a vibe to ride on that board. I, I mean, I, I really miss doing this shit. If you were in a circus, what would be your act? If I was in a circus, I would. Um, would be, I'm not acrobatic very much. I mean, I'm very <laughs> flexible, but I, I oh, wouldn't yeah? say acrobatic. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm acrobatic for sure, so. I'd, and I don't even know if this is circus related, but you know what I could see myself doing? What's up? I could see myself doing some matador shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like and I'm not even. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Hispanic, but I'm not Spanish. So right, right, right. Yeah, I, I could still see myself doing that though. Yeah, some bull. Some Dude, bull a bull shit. will fuck you up. It'll, it'll fuck you up if you can't get out of the way. <laughs> but they're so dumb they that they will dumb. go through that that yeah. you know over and cape over that you're waving. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're good enough, you get. I mean, it's a skill. What what would you do as a job for free? For like what free. Do you, what do you love so much that you would do it? I would work on exotic cars. 
Yeah. If somebody were to told me, all right, so, so I love working with my you. hands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or if they were to tell me they had a spot open, that's where I was kind of going. Oh, okay. If they were to teach me, yeah, definitely, how yeah, to work on these hand-built cars. <laughs> right. No question. It's not a skill, but it's not a skill I know at the current moment. If they were to tell me they had a spot open for me at the, at the Ferrari dealership in fucking Santa, Santa Clara, California, I'd be there. No question. <laughs> and if they told me all they did was, if I had to board on campus, even that, like that's that, I would still do that. That would sound so fucking great. Um, one of my dreams, I guess here's one. I never really thought about this, but one of my dreams was to work on cars. Yeah. Work with my hands is something I've always wanted to do, but cars in specific is one thing, and I've never give, been given the opportunity. Um, I also don't really avidly go out for it, but when I found an opportunity, it was with somebody that wasn't very trustworthy. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was a couple of years ago, and as of now, their business isn't open anymore. So there's that. I'm glad yeah, I didn't you take got it. Burned. I would have got burned real bad. Yeah. And I'd have been out before COVID. Damn. Yeah. So. I mean, Wait, they went uh, that's out what I really want to do. Before COVID? Yes. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, right? It, it's something I really wanted to do, and I still want to do. If somebody were to tell me they had an automotive body shop position, collision repair. Collision, for free. But for free. You'd still do it. I'd probably do it. Yeah. Or at least kind of like um, what Kohler's got going on. He's working for a complex, and uh, he makes pretty good money, but he can take a pay cut to live there. Right, right, right. You know, and so if it's something like that, you know, I could still... You know, definitely deal with that. Yeah, you know, if it was some sort of boarding or something there, which uh, unrealistic, but yeah, <laughs> imagine, right? It, yeah, in I'd a perfect world, I'd fucking do You'd it. You'd fucking do it. I'd fucking do it. I love working on cars. <laughs> What's the most gut wrenching financial mistake you ever made? Gut wrenching financial mistake. I got myself in a couple grand in debt slowly but surely when I first got credit cards, like everybody. But I fixed it. Yeah, it happens so, um, easily. Easily, right? You put yourself in something, you think you have your purchase down, you think you have your money straight, and you get your check, and you're like, I have my money straight. My <laughs> straight. <laughs> and it won't be for a little while, and then bam, 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 you're you're spending tomorrow's money today. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, it didn't work out. So I got myself in a couple grand in debt, maybe a few grand if you wanted to get into it. But I worked, I mean, like, like I, I mean, I worked like this past... You remember, I worked a 130-hour week. Yeah, you did. Or a 130-hour bi- bi-weekly check or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was um, nuts. I did certain things like that to get my money back and, oh, yeah. and to pay that off. Yeah, so that's all. Now it's good, but that was really scary at a point in time. I was sitting there like, I get a bankruptcy. I get one bankruptcy in my life. I don't really want to do it now. It would be yeah. fucked up if I was 21 or something. 20, and I already fucked up my credit. I've, got, I've still got a few thousand left over from the wedding. And, uh, it, yeah. and it looms over you. It'll get you, man. Luckily, because of my credit score, especially I when you have that much to pay for. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine whenever I have my own wedding or so how much, yeah, how much that would take from me. Yeah. It's a lot. Luckily, because of my credit score, I'm able to to get zero percent APR. Mm-hmm. So all I have to do is pay. You know, if you play the game, you know, you can balance transfer. You can do stuff. Oh like yeah, that. you can do all sorts of. That's what we did. If you play the game, right? We had we right. had a, a two year zero uh, percent APR. That's how you do it. And but because our credit was still good, we applied for another. That's how you do it, man. Yeah, yeah. Balance transfer. I'm not paying them, motherfuckers. Yeah. What are you talking about? An APR fee? Yeah, that's not me. (laughs) That's not on me. That doesn't sound. I don't. I don't pay interest. That's not me, bro. (laughs) I borrowed money from you, and I'm going to give you back what I took. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not paying you a dime more. And that's maximum. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Right now, 
this second you have to get a tattoo, what does it look like? Um, it's going to be, um, well, I was thinking about having this in 99 on me for my year, my mm-hmm. birth year, whatever, kind of like the last couple numbers, but it would be in kind of like this tiger slashed my skin kind of vibe, um, 99 type thing, which right would be kind of dope, kind of like you're seeing the inside of your chest, right? Like the top part of my shoulder. Another thing I know I want to get a cardinal on me, um, but I don't know if that's going to be my chest piece or not. Um, you have the I tattoos? I want to add, yeah, I have this SF on me. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, it's still full. I've never got it touched up or anything. I, that'll never go away. They filled that thing with blood. <laughs> um, but I got that a, a couple years ago, maybe maybe sooner. I paid 80 bucks for it. Wow, it's that's nice. a good deal. And it's a pretty nice tattoo, too, as well. Yeah, it looks great, so, man. Um, and then the other one is for my old homie. Uh, it says, Long Live Lowe's. It's kind of a play on words. I didn't put the dollar sign at the end, but that's for the the ASAP album. Um, we listened to Long Live ASAP like it was religious. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it was kind of fitting whenever, you know, I kind of put the words together and it was Long Live Low. So kind of, you know, bam, it bam, bam. It, yeah, it, it rolled off the tongue really nicely. Um, so going going kind of back from our our last conversation, what is the best thing you've ever spent money on? The best thing I've ever spent money on. I'm not going to lie to you. It was probably my moving fee to get into my first apartment. I mean, it yeah, was basically kind of like, I mean, I was out of my own at 18. I uh, I was given that ultimatum that a lot of these, a lot of young guys are given, right? Where you pay rent or you leave. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I left. <laughs> no, and I'm not going to pay a couple hundred dollars to stay where I've been staying. Yeah. Just ignorant kid shit. Because yeah. if I would have done that, I'd be thousands in savings right now and I would, I'd be in a better position. But, um, Leaving was, was probably a really good decision. I mean, I got I'm um 21. I got a good credit score. I got a good job. I got you know I got a kind of kind of a grounding. It's coming whenever together. when when you get a place, you know. No, yeah, I know I have positive rent history. I have a positive credit report. There's nothing that can stop me at this point. I'm almost at the point where I can flip houses. You know, with the yeah, I, I can almost. I mean, with the with the score I got, I can go pull a business loan. You know. I won't right now because I don't know what I'm doing. I was going to say. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I don't know where I, I'd go with dude, that. dude, I've got that same credit score, but I would never. You know, but, yeah. You know, it's there. Yeah, yeah. It's there when you need it. Right. And that's the whole. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing, man. Like you said one day, if I wanted to have a really good two weeks. <laughs> I, I could make it happen. I could have a really good two weeks. <laughs> now, will the rest of my life benefit from that? Would I ruin? Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but if I wanted to. <laughs> Then it All wouldn't right. be too bad. I got another one for you. Uh, if you had to eat the same thing every single day hmm. for the rest of your life, yeah, what are you gonna eat? Uh, I'm going to eat uh, carne asada. What carne asada? Yeah, dude, carne asada slaps. That's all I want. Yeah, ever. Yeah, <laughs> especially. <laughs> I mean, the plate normally comes with. I mean, everywhere. I'm anywhere you go, it'll come with like rice, beans, all that shit on there, and enchilada. Sometimes, I mean. Fuck yeah, I could do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, carne asada is good when it, when it's like I've had a, had it a couple times where it was like dry, uh. and that's no good. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. Dude, Dude, you gotta have a good cookbook there. <sighs> carnitas are great. Yeah, I could probably do carnitas for the rest of my life. Can't go wrong with it. There's a lot of stuff though mm. that I, I'd feel comfortable with. I wouldn't want to, but if I had to, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to, I mean, every time I think of food, that'd probably be the first thing that comes to mind. You ever make carne asada at home? Uh, I haven't actually. Wow. 
I don't what really. What are you doing, Chris? I haven't cooked a scourge steak myself. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm sure I will eventually, but I just haven't yet. It's cake. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our first intermission. We're going to be right back. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Chris a little bit more about some in-depth stuff. Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Down to earth. Hello. Christopher Masters. What's up? As some few, lucky few, may know him as. Christopher Three Hands. A lucky few. <laughs> <laughs> they may know. They you want to tell that story real quick before we before we hop in here? So, uh, so yeah, I was still pretty young. and uh, I would like to say you were as well. For sure. I was probably, what, third. No, 13, 14, so you're still 18, 19, something around there. We're going up to the store. I'm telling the story. I mean, I mean, nobody wants to. I mean, you can you can mess with Chris if you want to, but you don't want to mess with Three Hands. And <laughs> and it spawned this nickname, Three Hands, and, uh, I mean, you, you really don't want that third hand to pop out. I mean, I just, this makes so fascinating. You don't like, see that shit. He was like, he was like, he was telling, he was telling the story. He's like, some people think they want these hands. I just tell them. They don't want these hands. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, bro, sometimes I hit so hard and so fast. It's like I have a third hand. You're not going to see it. <laughs> You're going to be like, where the fuck is third hand come from? That's right. That's right. Unfortunately, you got hit with it. <laughs> That's why you didn't see it. Oh, geez. Yeah. So so shortly after, me and you stopped hanging out because uh, uh, Nicholas... There was a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff going on. A bunch of on. stuff going on. So you got pretty heavy into into a couple of different things that were detrimental for you. And health, uh, bro. yeah, I sold I sold a good amount a little bit. Um you know it's high school. Um I got into that. Uh you know, I've been smoking weed pretty pretty I mean, I smoked my first blunt, I was eleven years old. And um I was with my cousin at the time. We were at Rangeland or over in that area. I smoked my first blunt. It was pretty wild. White grape, some Reggie. I remember it like it was yesterday. And then probably around thirteen, I was smoking party wise. Uh, if I was at a party, I was probably smoking. Um, then fourteen years old came around. I'm a freshman in high school, I'm definitely smoking. All I was doing was skating. Um, that was freshman year. I mean, I was literally showing up to Eastern and you know plaid button up shirts and and, D- and dicky skate pants and. And skate shoes, because once I got out of school, I was hopping on my board immediately. Um, that was what I dealt with until sophomore year. Sophomore year, I started hanging out with, uh, with my old crowd, and I mean, they're all brothers to me and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it got to the point where I'm dealing with half pounds of weed, and you know, I, I got, you know, I got big in the Zans and all that stuff. It was, it was pretty big, uh, but especially my freshman year, sophomore year. Uh, all the music, all you're talking about is Zans. All they're talking about is coding. So anybody ever, any teenagers want Zans and coding. They want to be like the rappers, right? Mm. So everybody's like that. Um, I, I started selling it because everybody wants it. So, I mean, it got to the point where I'm selling my weed. I'm buying that at about $100 an ounce so, or $150 an ounce. So I'm paying about $600 for my QP. And I end up selling that for around $900 whenever you add the money up. So my weed was selling... And it was making me money for everything else, like my phone bill, um, all the you know most of the food that I'd eat and stuff while I was out doing that shit. I'd supply all my clothes, everything that I'd buy. 
but the Zans would supply themselves. It was like I ended up taking, it gets to the point where I'd be taking three or four of those things. And I'd be waking up at people's houses and I'd be like, who the fuck? Whose house is this? Where am I at? I got my backpack next to me. Because I always, no matter how bad I was, I always made sure I had that thing next to me. But, um, yeah, it gets to the point where, you know, you know, take three or four of those things. They, they basically pay for themselves whenever you're selling those things. And you're making, you're paying $400 for a hundred of them. $4 a pop, but then you're selling them for six and you're taking four a day. So you're making your money back, but that's all I was doing. And I mean, you're, you're moving felonies to the point. Eventually, you look at yourself and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I got these felonies in my sock 24-7, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got, you know, people, fiends hitting me up. Literally, literal fiends. Um, yeah, it just not, it was a time in my life where I wouldn't say I was too down, but the Zans weren't helping. Yeah. If I were to say that, yeah. Yeah, because I, I knew only a handful of people at the time who were still in contact with you, and almost everyone was universally worried about you. Yeah. Well, I was making money. I was making a good little bit of money. But you know how it is when you're selling drugs, you're spending the money. You're spending the money because oh, if you yeah. get caught, you're not going to have to. You're not, you're not going to be able to spend the money. So um, you earn it, you're, you're getting rid of it. And so it was nothing but designer crap. It was nothing but J's. Um, you know you know how it goes. I mean, you're hanging around the trap house. All you're doing is seeing drugs, seeing hoes, fucking. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely, I had some really good times during that time in my life, and I had some really bad ones. So, I mean, you take the good with the bad, but, yeah, definitely not doing the pills and all that shit like I, like I was at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was around the same time Carlos died, right? Yeah, so Carlos got bad into it for a while as well. Um, and it's, like I said, again, part of the teenage shit. It's part of being around the crowd that I was where we had it. And we had ample resources to get it. Um, you know, it's also, you know, music. Everybody wants the sounds. Everybody wants the lean. Um, so, you know, Carlos got bad into it for a little while. I remember one time in specific. Um, I won't mention names in specific, but he was hanging out at a party. And he gets fronted like four or five sounds that night. And he's like, yo, yo, I'll pay you in the morning. Whatever the fuck, I get paid in the morning. And the this dude... Again, I won't say names, but he gave it to him. It was one of our homies. And um, he takes every single one of them. And the next morning he wakes up. And uh, on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, I would go over to his apartment because his parents weren't working. And you know how it was. To, you know, it was at his parents' house at the time. So, But we'd like to still hang out and, and smoke a little bit. So whenever his parents were at work, we would smoke a little bit in his back patio and shit. So I go over, and he wakes up, and he's like, Yo, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I, I, all my teeth are fucked up. And I'm talking all of his teeth were fucked up. He had front teeth fucked up, and all his shit was bent, all that shit. And apparently what happened the night before is he went out with one of, one of the guys at the party, and they went to go get cigarettes, but it was a half a mile down the road, you know, because everybody else is closed at 2 a.m. and shit. Who the fuck is getting that at 2 a.m.? But yeah, all right, so they're walking down a half a mile down the road, and... The story you get from one person is that there's literally a semi-truck coming at him in the middle of the road. They pushed him out the way, and then, you know, stuff happens. But it didn't look like it. I remember that. And that that was probably one of the turning points, I, I guess, in me taking all that. Um, you know, seeing somebody that completely blacked out that night, and the, you know for a fact that they were taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, you know for a fact. There's no way it's stuff a like that up happens. Situation. Nobody walks in front of a semi truck, no matter how no. fucked up they are. I don't care who you are. Um, you certainly don't get pushed out of the way of that truck that and way. And then you fuck your teeth up, uh, all your teeth all the way. Out, I don't know, but you know how it goes. Um, I remember that was probably the worst, one of the worst things. Because I mean, this man literally cried in front of me, just like talking about how. You know, nobody looked after him at the party, and uh, he's, he's just got fucked up teeth now. And how the fuck is he going to tell his parents that, you know? Ended up telling him that he was skating. And he, yeah, he tried a trick, and he slipped in the truck. And you know, slept from under, under him or, or whatever. And he just went face-planted. Face um, so that was the story they ran with. It was definitely not their true one. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was probably the worst moment I had with that kid. Um I love Carlos, man. You know how I was. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, guys were, you guys were tight as fuck. I mean, even my mom talks about his, his parents because, uh, you know, we were all close. And, you know, my mama was cool with his parents. And they live all close together and stuff. And hang out at parties and get-togethers. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a little something. Um, it's a little unfortunate. Yeah, how did he pass? The biggest, uh, um, it was a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, he was in the passenger seat. I mean, they were both fucked up, him and whoever he was with. Um, I don't know who he was with personally. I just know they, they were both fucked up. Because, I mean, he had he'd been talking about how he was going to go hang out with whoever the fuck. The biggest thing that got me for a while was that, you know, you know how it is. You, you start getting second thoughts. You start getting regrets when people pass and stuff. You're like, oh, I should have talked to him a little bit more. I should have hung out with them a little bit more. I should have had some more time. Of course, you don't ever know how much time you have somebody with, with somebody. But I mean, the biggest thing was that he texted me the night before. I remember vividly reading the message, and you know how it goes. You ignore the message. You're like, man, it's gonna be here. To, he's gonna be here tomorrow. I'm just gonna hit him up tomorrow. We're gonna hang out, and, and you know, same old, same old. But I was at a party that night, and I get a call from Jose. You know, you remember Jose? Yeah. From from the neighborhood, and I mean, I hadn't talked to Jose in years. I don't even know how he got my number. He might have got it from my ex-girlfriend at the time or something, but pretty well connected with mutual friends. Um, but yeah, he calls me out the blue at 6 a.m. I answer my phone. I don't even know why I answer my phone. I don't answer my phone at 6 a.m. And if you know me, I barely answer that motherfucking thing anyways. But <laughs> 6 a.m., you're probably not going to reach me. And I answer this shit. Because I'm at a party, so what am I going to do? Not answer it? Who cares? I'm drunk. <laughs> and this is Jose. Everybody knows. He knows what I do. I answer it, and Jose's like, you hear the news? I'm like, fucking no, I don't hear the news. I'm fucking drinking, dude. I'm fucking drunk. You know what I'm saying? And he tells me, he's like, you know, I mean, Carlos is in the hospital right now. And this is before he passed. Mm. This is when, he, when they just first diagnosed him. And this is part of the reason why I don't go to university. People in my family don't make it out of university. My other boy who got shot up at the trap house didn't make it out of university when I was, you know, real close with him. And then my boy Carlos, when he's without... You know, your boy here, he, he passes in university. And the reason why he passed was a misdiagnosis. You know what I'm saying? Wow, it's what some the bullshit. Fuck? They they didn't diagnose the they didn't catch the brain bleed. So he, he made it out of surgery and everything, thinking that uh whatever else was, was wrong with him, it wasn't his head, but whatever wrong was wrong with him, they they get him out of surgery and then they realize later too late that uh, he had a brain bleed. And this is why I won't go to university. I mean I mean, you know how it goes. It happens when you have young, not just students, because it's not just the students that are doing it. I mean, you have some young instructors as well, but it's bullshit. Nobody should ever die from a misdiagnosis, especially when you have the only trauma center in Louisville yeah. in the university hospital, you know what I'm saying? Um, kind of bullshit. And it took me a while to cope with that one. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that he could have been here. And there were multiple things that stopped it. I mean, I could have, you know, you know how you do it. You second oh, yeah. guess yourself. Um, but yeah, that was my boy. You know, I was, um, I couldn't even make it to the funeral. I made it to the visitation. Um, and the visitation was a bitch because I was scheduled that week. It was already scheduled. And then, of course, you know, um, you know how it goes to restaurants. You can't really get rid of your shift sometimes, especially on the weekends. People are not going to try and give up their shift or switch you. Um, so I got out of the, I got to the visitation. I originally worked at three to close and my boss told me that I could work at six to close, but I needed to work up quote unquote. I'll never forget that. Um, I'll never be the boss that tells my people to work up after a fucking friend accident. Even if it's not, um, you know, you're 100% family. I mean, it's family if, if you know how it is. Um, so yeah. And then he could, I couldn't get out of the funeral. The funeral was at like 10 AM on the Sunday and I worked at like noon. And I worked the whole day. I worked like noon to close, which was like 1030 or something at the time. Um, there was no way I could get out of it. And there was no way I was going to show up in, you know, my full funeral attire, all black. Yep. And then somehow show up to work, you know, all that. Um, 100% fine. So it didn't work out. I mean, I don't normally, I wouldn't want to say that I normally go to funerals anyways. You know, I, I know a hell of a bunch of people that, I, you know, I don't want to flex or nothing. It's not a flex, but... You know, as you get older, you you know a bunch of people that go, depending on what it is, drugs or violence or some bullshit like a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. That's fucked, man. It's fucked. And this is why whenever people talk about things like, I mean, I talk about getting a bike every soft, like a sports bike. I definitely would not mind grabbing one of those things. But people are always like, man, you're going to, I mean, if you wreck, man, if you wreck, if you wreck. It's like, man, I mean, I could wreck in a car. Oh, yeah. And I could get fucked up the same way. So I really just say, fuck it. You know, at this point, it's it's really just do what you want to do, live your life. Because mm. if you don't, you, you'll get it. Sometimes you get it taken away from you really really quickly. And then you didn't do what you want to do. Yeah, you got to enjoy it while you got it. Yeah, no question. Because you have no idea when it's going to end. Opens your eyes when you're close. People, you know, go away, man. Especially when you're young. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. weird for me when, like, when, when, we, when Kyle passed. It was weird because, mm. of course, that was... That's in a way that nobody should go, but at, at the same time, you know, you start looking around, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, you know, that's the first time anybody my age that I was really close with died, and I was like, what "Yeah, the fuck." Yeah, your people slowly start to go. I mean, that's you know, it's aging, but some but people go for unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, at our know? age, it isn't it isn't like an illness or something? It's always yeah. something traumatic, right? It's fucked. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It yeah. is, yeah. It's it's literally, and the life. best you can do is just remember them, and you know that's what I do twenty four seven. That's why I got this tattoo on me. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget it. Celebrate um, the life. Yeah, no matter what. Um, yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah, but yeah, I think you got a good mentality about it. Although I'm sure that that took some time. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, you also. Um, I was all right, so I completely forgot about this until you mentioned that. <laughs> but I was in. I only have my GD. I didn't get my high school diploma, so I went to, I dropped that, I don't even know how I dropped that, I used to, and I guess I transferred over to the Jefferson County, and they have, like, this system where you go for three hours if you have trouble going to school and stuff like that, and you can still get your high school diploma, and uh, I ended up going to this location over in Linden, um, pretty smaller location, I mean, it was pretty cool, you have, like, a school, uh, maybe a classroom of 10, 15 people at max, and then it was it was really one-on-one. It was really good. Um, I'd recommend anybody to do that. But I got kicked out twice. 
because I just stopped showing up. And the second time I stopped showing up was because, you know, Carlos was in my class. So we had, we both went to Jaeger because um, both of us were doing the same thing. We were fucking up in school, how it is. I never was good in school. I mean, I was good in my couple classes, my science and my math. You never see me fuck that up until senior year. I hit statistics and math. Uh, you think of statistics, you think numbers, right? Well, it wasn't fucking numbers. All you do is write shit down about graphs. And so I didn't pass that at all. You know how it is. And um, and I always had a problem with English. I mean, even as a kid, I had English as a second language because Spanish was my primary language until I hit elementary school. And so I didn't do very well at school. Hopped over there, and Carlos was my class. So whenever something like that happens, especially when... It's hard uh, to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard yeah. to go back without the people that you walked in with. Yeah. So I didn't go back the second time, especially not. And I remember calling back... I called the school back because I tried to hop online. Tried to hop online and look at some, like, my uh, my current standing. And um, it stated that I wasn't enrolled in anything. So I was like, oh, okay, this is great. I ended up going downtown and finishing my shit out at Aaron's on... I think it's First Street, somewhere on First Street. It's, it's farther away from Maine, but you know, over only a, flu, a few few blocks over, maybe a couple from Broadway. I finished over there. I got my GD. Nice. Um, yeah, that was afterwards when, whenever that shit died down. It was a, a couple months of me being down in the dumps. You know. So I mean, you basically lost a brother, right? How long, that's how I look at it. How long did it take? Um, but I mean, it's still not okay whenever I think about it. Yeah. Like I always say, I mean, like I said earlier, you kind of have those second thoughts where if I would have hit him back, maybe he wouldn't have decided to go over that night or something like, um, the next night, maybe we would have hang, you know, hung out or set up a time or something, but you always have that in the back of your mind where something could have been different. So, I mean, whenever, whenever I talk about coping, I mean, unfortunately, most of the time it's with, you know. Substances, I mean, yeah. drugs and stuff like that. So, uh, of course, uh, you do a little bit of that. Um, but I got over it. Eventually, you just have to look at it as you know, everybody has their day. Every dog has his day. Yeah, unfortunately, but it happens. We're all so, born dying. Yeah, everybody dies, and you have to kind of you have to celebrate it. It's it's an unfortunate thing, but you can't change it. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Okay, so <laughs> you know, bringing on that topic, it's funny how people these days are like, 2020 COVID's crazy. Everybody's dying. It's like, you know, everybody's flipping out about celebrities dying and this, oh, that yeah. Kobe and all that. It's like, if it wasn't this year, it'd be next year. Somebody's going to die. Everybody Everybody's dies. Everybody's going to die. You can't flip out about death. Yeah. And, you know, multiple cultures around the world celebrate it for a reason. It is It is inevitable. So that people aren't down in the dumps, you know. It's, um, it's inevitable. Dude, and I'll admit, I mean, it, it fucked me when I was younger. Right. Um. And then, and then I get, I gained a respect for it. Um, I I thought I, I was like I don't give a fuck when I die, right? And then when I'm I've only had two anxiety attacks ever in my entire life. Uh, but when I had my first one, right? Um, I had both the boys. It's always the kid that does it, man. First uh, time at least. And I had I had both the boys, and you know. Um, I think I was just coming off of a Coke bender. I hadn't had Coke that day, but I think I was just coming off of a Coke bender. Yeah. And, uh, you know, me and Jessica sit down. We, we're drinking a couple of beers. We're watching um, <laughs> Olympus Has Fallen. Mm. So it's like an action movie. Yeah. And I start feeling a lot of chest pain and stuff. Yeah. And I'm not the healthiest guy, so I immediately jump to, oh, fuck, I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. On the way to the hospital, I broke down. And I was like... I'm not ready to die. Like, yeah. I, I still want to see, like, the kids grow up and shit. Right. 
And so now it's different. It's like, like no, I I don't care like if I die, right? Like I still got some. But shit other I people do. would be affected. I understand where you're yeah. coming from. It's different. Yeah, it's a different standing. Yeah, it's different. Um, There's a lot of respect towards it, though. Like I said, I don't have any, but I understand, especially. I mean, it's a common thing whenever you first have your first one. Mm. Um, everybody starts going through that phase, like, oh, okay, well, I used to be reckless as fuck. Yeah, I can't be reckless as fuck anymore. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got a, st- a statistic growing up, and you got somebody who you wanted to change, and they're growing up without whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was I was in complete denial for the first like three months after Nick. Yeah. I mean, you know, you were there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, 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 I was still partying. That was the one that called the second one. I was, <laughs> fuck you. No, no, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't yeah, change yeah, anything. definitely. I love, I love both of them to death. Uh, of course. If I could go back and not change the life I'm living now. Yeah. You but keep just the keep the exact situation that I'm in now, yeah. but prolong that party life, I would. I understand. But yeah. I mean, it's tough, especially, I mean, you, you, I mean, you know how it is. You kind of had them a little young. <laughs> a little young. I mean, it goes. I mean, twenty. You no, know, yes, I guess, man. I'm surprised I ain't got a little one running around right now. Man, you're lucky as fuck. I don't know if I could do a little Chris right now. Not right now. It'd be a little wild. What's your uh, What's the your favorite place you've ever been on a date to? Uh, favorite place. Ever been on a date? Um, you know what? That's gonna be. Um, a homie spot. That's not even going to be like a park or anything like that. That's going to be when Mel and I was probably when it's Mel and I definitely. Um, yeah, my current girlfriend or whatever, but uh, it was probably when we first started dating and we went over to Diorio's over in St. Matthews. Okay. And I probably had some. Of the, I mean, we had a good time, really good time, and it's a really homie spot in there. I love that joint. Um, I go to Diorio's as much as I can. Uh, it's it's really nice in there. So, I, I mean, I won't forget that. And we've kind of made that kind of like our special go-to place whenever you want to splurge on some money uh, or splurge on some food. And they got some I don't good even food. think I've been there. It's good stuff over there. What they they got literally anything from like calzones to pizza. I mean, their big thing is pizza. Right. But then they have their whole sub-sandwich menu. They have their whole wings menu. I mean, it's it's a big bar slash, you know, entertainment spot. You just watch your sports games or anything there. Oh, okay. But it's kind of a little homey, a little bit homey, you know, Diorio's Pizza and Pub, I'm pretty sure. Um, what are your what are, What are some of your favorite things to do on your downtime? My downtime, well, I'm definitely smoking weed. <laughs> Almost uh, every. I mean, it's every day. I probably haven't missed a day for. You know, um, I don't know. I probably haven't missed one for like five years. He's which on is kind of crazy. I am on a hell of a streak. <laughs> And it's kind of scary whenever I think about it because I've thought about, you know, let's say I want to sober up a little bit for a drug interview, you know, for a test or whatever it is. But I don't know, man. Like, that's, that's going to be a little bit wild whenever I try to start doing that. Imagine being sober. Yeah, right. I couldn't do that in this day and age. I don't know, man. I mean, even if I stop smoking weed, I'm drinking beer. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't, I don't know how people stay sober like that. No, 100%. <laughs> Dude, there's some shit in your life you need to work out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that happens. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your least favorite thing about your personality? Least favorite thing. I'm very careless. No. Oh, and that can gonna... that can be a plus, and that can, yeah. it can very much be a con. So vice versa, what's your favorite thing about your personality? My favorite thing is uh, I try to be as goofy as possible. I'm funny. I mean, I would like to think I'm funny as so. hell. I mean, I'm always, uh, I'm typically in a good mood, and if I'm not, I'm I'm down to laugh. 
So yeah, it's that. it's rare that I've seen you in a bad mood. Yeah, and if I, I am, ever. sometimes I can still crack a smile. Yeah, I think like there's been like like moments. Yeah, not like a day. I've never seen you have a whole day. That's another part of that, you know, masculinity bullshit where you're trying to you know not show your your emotions your emotions to society. That's kind of part of that shit too. I, I've kind of realized that sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a subconscious thing at this point, but yeah, I've I've definitely thought about that. Yeah, you're pretty stoic. Yeah, you know, there's not there's not really extreme emotions that come out of you, or at least anyone sees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, maybe you've seen. Maybe. I don't know many people that have. I, I've seen some pretty extreme happiness. Yeah, and I've seen some a lot of that. There's some wild shit, man. You know, I'm a way over here. I passed by the mailbox. We've we've been meaning to fuck up. Holy shit! Uh, for a get good out of my while. get out of my fucking no. Like, brain, I, like dog. I told you, I drive past Stony Brook 24 seven now. So I mean, we're literally pulling up past the hill, and I'm like, yeah, that's uh, that's the mailbox. We never went and fucked up. Tell tell the story. So uh, it's St. Patty's Day, probably 2014, 2015. I'm going to assume 2014 because I was uh. No, maybe 2013. I was 13. I was about to tell him, I don't know, man, 13 or 14 years old, some shit. And uh, St. Patty's Day, so you know we're getting wild, we're getting reckless, low, low riled up, and uh, we're playing that Irish music, because why not? That <laughs> is what we do, and you know that is part of Devin's Heritage Show. You know he's he's really about it. <laughs> so uh, so we're bumping this shit, and uh, we're, we're probably not too deep, probably a couple shots down each. We're, we're, we're feeling it. Yeah, we're feeling it, our, you know, whatever. And we're pulling up on this hill over off Stony Brook. You can't really see over it very well until you, you kind of get over it. Um, and you know. <laughs> we're headbanging. <laughs> <laughs> to some Irish music. Yeah, we're headbanging to some Irish to some Irish stuff. And uh, I guess we steered a little too far to the right. The little steering column, the, you know, the alignment wasn't 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, so nice. Vic. Nice mailbox on the side of the road just takes out the right side of the, the right side mirror. Um, and then we're driving down Stony Brook, and I'm halfway out the car trying to, to reassemble the side mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it didn't happen, of course. It knocked out all the glass, but um, we vowed to go back and uh, fuck that mailbox up. It just hasn't going. happened. Yeah, I know we will. Now that we're starting, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard an episode of of one of the up and coming shows that we're we're planning on. Eventually, <laughs> me and Chris, and I'm sure we'll need some accomplices. Yep, yep. Definitely. We're going to have an incredibly elaborate system to fuck you know, this mailbox. It's up. not the busiest street, but it's busy enough. <laughs> you know what? It's busy enough. We're it's gonna, busy. Enough. There's going to be people. And there's going to be there's going to be an audience. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to make sure there's an audience. <laughs> we've come up with a couple ideas. Like we've come up with uh like. <laughs> Blocking the road, yeah. Like come out in suits, yeah. Definitely having a little cross block. What are people gonna do? They're gonna fucking turn around. Nothing. Fuck you. Yeah, they're not gonna do (laughs) shit. Pull up in your Camry one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Kentucky, baby. I'm holding. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, dude. When we finally do it, it's gonna feel so satisfying. I know it is. I know it is, and I know we're probably gonna get caught on. Something like that. Fuck it, we'll, I, mean, we'll I don't care. It might not even be the original owners anymore. That we're <laughs> at the time. No, f- our, but it doesn't beef, matter. Our beef is not with. The it owners. doesn't matter. Yeah, our beef is with that fucking mailbox. This goes. Uh, yeah, this is deep. Yeah, this is farther than that. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much more important. Yeah, exactly. 
what what animal would be your alter ego? My alter ego, uh, it'd probably be a panda. Um, and the reason I say panda, I like pandas in the in in a sense, anyways. But they're very ferocious. You really don't think they are. Um, they're very quiet and they look very joyful and they're playing around twenty four seven. But if a human walks up to that panda, it's going to maul you to fucking death. So. That's kind of how, uh, I mean, I'd probably say I'm like a panda because you really don't know, y- you you don't think you'd ever get that side of me. Somebody would you have to push you. You get the joyful part of me. But Someone would you, have to push you. I mean, do you remember that party we had back yes. in the day? Yeah, so I'm sitting in an egg chair. <laughs> uh, we had a good amount of people here. We had probably had like 15 people. It wasn't too crazy. It wasn't we'll crazy. get together. But um, I'm sitting in the egg chair and Jeremy, or, or J-Rod, yeah, he's over <laughs> here in this kitchen. And he decides to run over to the living room when I wasn't looking and decide to grab the back of the chair. Uh, you know, again, egg chair, so you're kind of in a, kind of sitting in it, uh, you know, in an angle where you can't really control. Or yeah, you, you know, so he grabs to, the back of it. You're in that motherfucker. <laughs> grabs the back of it and throws it down. And I mean, I mean, I'm sure he was drunk, but I'm already like eight shots deep. Yeah. So, fuck you. I... <laughs> And, I mean, I was pretty young. This, this kind of turned the party up a little bit because I grabbed him um, by his shirt and I threw him over the kitchen table. I remember that. And I was scared I had damaged your dining room wall. I remember that because he completely hit the wall. And, like, bounced off the wall, landed on the carpet, and just laid there like he was fucking unconscious. Now. Dude, you bodied this man. Somehow. Like, <laughs> I just had... And he was probably... He was skinnier than me, so I give it that. Yeah, you know, I probably definitely had the strength to pick him up, but you know, he was like 20, 20 or some shit. I don't I'm think you've ever told like me 13, 14. I don't think you ever told me that you were worried about my wall. Through this motherfucker. Yeah, I was worried about it because I threw it. I mean, I was pretty pissed and I, I, I was showing off to the party and all that shit. Of course you do. But he bounced off the wall. And I was like, God damn it. Next thing you know, there's a fucking dent in this shit. And I don't want to fucking dent that shit. <laughs> Bro, but instead, instead, what happened was everybody got lit. Everybody got lit. Everybody, everybody got fired oh, up. Oh shit! Oh shit! What's the matter with you? What the fuck happened? <laughs> Why the fuck is Chris mad? When is Chris ever mad? Exactly. <laughs> it was weird. It was like what? And then Jeremy laid. The beast. He looked like he was unconscious for probably like thirty seconds, and then he randomly springs forward, and just jumps up, like hey, ah, that was fucking goofy. Were, you there, were <laughs> no. you there the time that he got alcohol poison? Yes, I was. Yeah, I thought so. I was there. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go get his stomach pumped. I was 13 years old. <laughs> I got in trouble with Devin. And matter of fact, Jessica was there as well. I, I got in trouble with both of them. Uh, they were in the back seat of the vehicle. We were also with this other Jessica, Jessica Ott. I won't forget that. Um, and I was in the passenger seat because, you know, they got a little riled up. So oh, you're, this is a back. different time. I do remember No, this. right. But this is kind of where I'm getting at. It's okay. like okay. I blew a .15. <laughs> and I was 13 years old. And I remember that night like it was yesterday. <laughs> I don't forget any of it. I was fucking turnt and I could have kept drinking. And so this is where I'm like, you know, I don't know. Kind of a, a little pussy. bit of a savage. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking <laughs> pussy. Like. <laughs> I blew a point one five. I was 13. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you yeah. ever talk to me about, like, alcohol poisoning, like, shut the fuck up, dude. You was, like, seven, six years older than me. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he was probably maybe around that one five. He was probably around that point one five. Are you serious, dude? You need your stomach pumped? <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh my god! One of the best was like we got 
just me and you got destroyed. Yeah. And we pull up into steak and shit because I worked at steak and shake. I, I was like, oh, we can, we're going to get some free food. Yeah. And like, we eat and we get back in the car and you like almost immediately pass out my passenger side. Oh, yeah. And I remember because I have an Instagram post about it. Oh. I'm fucking just go and hit you in the nuts. You woke up for like three seconds and you looked at me and then you went back to sleep. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I believe it. That is hilarious. <laughs> you know something I do remember? One time we were fucked up. We were drunk and high and all that shit, whatever. Crossfaded and we decided to go get some Taco Bell. And like you said, you were at Steak and Shake at the moment, so we went over to Steak and Shake. And we decided to eat in a booth because there was literally nobody in the in that place dining in. Third shift is dead. Yeah, it was like 3 a.m. <laughs> you know, fucking dining, nobody's there. I mean, we just got Taco Bell. And uh, <laughs> I probably spent like fucking something stupid, like 15 bucks on Taco Bell. I eat the whole thing. Then Jessica goes to take to give me a ride home, and as soon as I get out to the parking lot, I throw the whole thing up. <laughs> Fifteen dollars well spent. The whole thing up. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck did I even go to talk about what I even eat? <laughs> it's all gone, man. We have a lot of stories like that. Do you remember? Oh, this is a good one. No, this is a good one. Remember when we were all smoking in Jessica's little little Ford mm. and we were stuck in the worst fucking traffic on Watershin trail mm. with a cop behind us. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I can't forget that. Um, there are multiple moments like that, but yeah. I remember that one specifically. I also remember one more. It was when it was me in the trunk <laughs> and we had, uh, it, we were still in Jessica's car. We were in the SUV. So, yeah. you know, it was kind of like a trunk. It was a little escape. So you have a little trunk and, uh, <laughs> we're all smoking a blunt <laughs> and they decide to pass it back to me and when it's my turn to pass it back up I decide to not do it very slick and I literally like basically almost all the way sit up and hand it over to Austin <laughs> is in the back seat and Austin immediately shoves my head down and he's like are you fucking stupid there's, some, there's a cop right behind us you fucking <laughs> idiot <laughs> fucking get down Chris you're the smallest one here dumbass you know, Austin used to be a bully to me, man. I mean, he's pretty cool to me now. <laughs> 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 oh, I remember that. I remember that. Good times, though. Good times. I remember yeah. that. You were the, you were, <laughs> head shoved down. You were the, you were the new guy. Yeah, exactly. You were still the exactly. New guy. Yeah, I had to, to prove myself to yeah. PLTF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You had, to, you had to pay your dues. Yeah, exactly, you had exactly. To pay your dues. Although yeah. I will say, man, did you? Pay, if anybody has ever paid their dues, <laughs> it was you, dude. I tried it. Dude, Chris Dolmet. I tried it. Yeah, Chris Dolmet. That was a period. It was an era. Chris Dolmet. Yeah, not Chris Dolmet. One of the, the, <laughs> first time, the first time I ever tried meth. First off, it's not like we just did meth, right? right. We, we did coke. Right. We were drinking. Right. I, I don't remember if we were smoking, but I'm sure we were. I'm sure we were. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. we. I'm and pretty then, sure I remember us doing and, that, matter and, of fact. And then we're like. Let's do this little bit of meth that one of my managers from Steak and Shake gave me. Yeah, yeah, Birdman. <laughs> Birdman gave that to you. I remember that. You know, I haven't seen him in a while, too, but uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, but J-Rod actually played that off like it was just 100% coke. I'm not going to lie to you. So I, I realized, you know, a little bit through it, you're like, yo, I'm, I'm pretty fucking geeked. But yeah, at first Jeremy was like, yo, this is it's just coke, bro. It's just coke. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna fucking take a hit or two, you know, fucking bump those. Probably my first time, really. You know, it was a, it was a good get together we had again here. It was probably a, again 
like 10, 15 people. Yeah. All the homies. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I'd say I really did that shit. I was geeked. Yeah. Yeah, I was and up then, there. They were like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just did math. Yeah, so good luck sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a party and you're young, so you're probably going to sleep, but. <laughs> um, I was never the first one to go. I never got uh, drawn on. Never. No, no, no I didn't. Happened. I did it on purpose. That never happened. I made sure I wasn't <laughs> the first one to go every. You remember when we did time. that to Kyle? I remember when you also did that to Austin. It was the same party. Oh, was it that? It was night? the same party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Austin got drawn on, and Austin went first. And you probably, I mean, it's what happens. Yeah, you wouldn't say that too much about Austin, but yeah, Austin went first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that one, man. He got drawn on, and I was sitting there chilling. <laughs> Were you there the night that we did we 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 duct taped Kyle like together? Yeah, and then we drew all over him. Yeah, I was there, and then we carried him out to the balcony. Yeah, to the balcony. <laughs> yep, I remember that one hundred percent. Yeah, I was part of the person. Uh, I was part of the brigade. Brigade that little that brought him to the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, he laid out there. Rest in peace, man. I, yeah. That came up on my time hop. At, like, I completely recently. forgot about that, actually, until, yeah. you, until you mentioned <laughs> that. Yeah. It came up on my time hop pretty pretty like, pretty like recently after yeah. he had passed. Yeah. And I just remember shaking my head like, God damn. Yeah, like, fucking wild, wolf. dude, man. <laughs> he was crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, pickles or cucumbers? Uh, cucumbers. Well, actually, no, I'll take that back. Well, I, I mean, are we talking about a whole thing? I mean, I can do pickled chips. I can do spears. I, I'm not the type to ever do like a full dill a whole, pickle. I whole. could never do that. No, but a spear, yeah, I could do that. You take a spear yeah. over like a slice of regular. Yeah, if cucumber. I got a sloppy Joe, yeah, yeah. I'll get a, I'll get a spear with it. Um, and if I get burgers with uh, pickle slices on them, I'm not going to tell them to take it off. That's how I feel with it. But I'm not going to tomatoes or carrots. Tomatoes, every beef, time. Beef or chicken. <sighs> That's a good one, but I said, God, I saw that would be my number one dish. So beef. That's right. Yeah. Burritos or tacos? Burritos or tacos. I, I would love to say tacos, but I've always been more. Bur- and, and even if I make a taco, I'm going to roll it like a burrito. So fuck <laughs> it. Burritos over tacos. Um, if you could travel anywhere in time, uh, but for only 10 minutes, where would you go? For 10 minutes? Um, fuck, I'd probably go back to Neanderthal days. Yeah? Yeah. What do you want uh, to see? If I could do 10 minutes. Um, I just want to see how they interacted. That's all I want to do. I don't understand it. Like, um, Neanderthals are early Homo sapiens. Well, um, Neanderthals are, are closer. I'd probably say Neanderthals. Homo sapiens were probably mostly nomadic and by themselves. Um, yeah, that More so than another. Oh, really? Yeah. And Neanderthals are more nomadic? Neanderthals... So Neanderthals and Homo sapiens lived at the same time period. There is—I don't want to cut you off, but no, go ahead. There's a question mark in between Homo sapiens and Homo erectus. Correct, and yes. we don't know what's there. Yeah, yeah, maybe that because uh, like, just to see that there was a point in time where you know something went down. I mean, we even have like pyramids, and we don't know how how they built the pyramids. And I don't want to go too much into conspiracy theories, but <laughs> that one is a wild one where. What if the civilization beforehand had just advanced to the point where they left? It would be wild. Who the fuck planted those pyramids? There's no way. I can tell you smoke weed. And I know I know it sounds kind of wild, but that one is, you know, yeah, it's out there. 
Those pyramids are wild. I mean, those things weigh tons and tons and what do you tons. Make of I'm the, sure they uh, had ramps on the side. But what, what do you make of the uh, simulation theory? Uh, I don't know how I feel about it, but I probably lean towards more that we are in a simulation. Yeah. Yeah, and that is because uh, space. I don't understand space. It is huge. It is huge, and there's galaxies in there, and why would it ever be there in the first place? Well, you remember the first ever video game, right? Right. Pong. Yeah. Yeah, it's the look, simplest thing ever. And you look at video games now. Uh-huh. Not simple. It advances. At some point in time, we as humanity, even if we are not a simulation, mm-hmm. like eventually we will program simulations that will be... Right. Right. So what are the odds that we're the ones that... that we are that? a victim of that, right? That yeah. we are portrayed... Probably yeah, a just, lot higher than the ones that we're the first that invented it. Definitely. Right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I completely understand. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't that. subscribe to it either. Because... It's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Who's to say? Uh, yeah. Not me. And this is whenever you, you know, I, I describe like my religion or religious views or anything. I'm not religious at all. Me and either. if I were to say anything, I'd probably be agnostic. And that's because Same. you don't know what's out there. You can't say one way or the other. There's no, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm atheist, but there's, I don't know what's out there. That's, that's my thing. I, I, I identified as an atheist for a long time, but then like when I really get to think about it, like, I don't know. I mean, God's all the same thing. Without, I mean, between all religions, everybody listens to the. I mean, everybody talks about the same one thing. Yeah, I mean, except we for when go, you get into the, like the religions who have multiple, well, gods. multiple right yeah. deities and stuff like that, yeah. Egyptian old gods and stuff like yeah. that. Um, uh, you know, but it, it all seems to come down to to one common denominator. So, you ever see uh, Zeitgeist? No, I haven't. Holy shit! I'm gonna send you a clip later. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could be famous for anything, what would you like it to be? If I was famous for anything, um, I'd probably want to be a skater. Pro pro skater? Pro skater, yeah. Um, throwing myself downstairs for money sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, I mean, that would have been... That's the life. Yeah, that's the life, right? You just travel around in a van all fucking day. You go tour cities, and all you do is skate spots. Yeah, I mean, that sounds fucking well. dope, yeah. Yeah, you're getting paid pretty well. Usually. Yeah, enough to enough to you know. Yeah, have you're a family. Fine. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a movie out there that perfectly sums up your life, or maybe at least gets close? Hopefully, um, get close. I hopefully, <laughs> like wild wise, I'd probably say like Wolf of Wall Street, dude. I'm not there yet, of course. So yeah. I haven't made that Wall Street money, but, but hopefully, I mean, I've gotten to the wild parts, and I, I don't take Quaaludes, but I, I've taken some other shit that gets pretty close. And uh, I'd like to say that I could probably think, um, um, to around the same degree as like um, he did in that movie where he's kind of like finessing people twenty four seven. I mean, he went through a loophole where he went through penny stocks and yeah. stuff and made a financial you know game, but yeah. Just so, how he kind of manipulates people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's you. I don't like to climb, you know, self-proclaim it because it's a little. Uh, it feels a little cocky, but like cocky I said earlier, I um, <laughs> both a little bit both. But like, like I said earlier, I profile people. Everybody. I mean, as soon as I meet you, as soon as I see you, I'm thinking about what you're doing. Which, you know. <laughs> crazy person how are you going to interact if i see that you're on ass i mean i'm going to assume you know one thing or another um yeah it's kind of wild ain't it yeah but i i find that i do that no matter what yeah yeah it's, it sounds like sociopathic tendencies it's a little bit but like i said earlier i got emotions yeah and i i feel like it's more of like 
Um, Sizing you up? No, I mean, as, as part of that, but more like, and I, again, this is part of like the Kage thing, but um, if I were to make an elite class of people that, yeah, free thinkers, or people that can think outside the box, I, I'd put myself in it. Really? Yeah, no question. Um, think very highly of yourself. Yeah, no question. <laughs> I mean, that's that sounds good, like, though. yeah, a, I'm full of it, but quality. you know what I mean? It's a good quality to have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's there. Personal co- personal confidence is is one of the most important things you can possibly yeah, yeah. have. I mean, I, I mean, part of that, I do. You know, I remember when I, I first, it, it probably wasn't my first girl, but I, I was trying to get this one girl, and I asked you, this is back in the day, you know, the fuck like this, and you're just like, well, you just say what the fuck you want to do, and she'll say no if you don't want it, or she doesn't want it, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, all she can say, the worst she can say is no. And I remember that was part of my self-confidence kind of coming into becoming a thing, you know. Um, but another thing was like, um, you know how it is, you, kinda, you get kind of punked out when you don't have that self-confidence. Yeah, big time. You, you Even if you're an intelligent individual. It. Yeah, you just kind of learn to, to get it. Yeah. If, if you have Life it, will teach it to it. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, this isn't a prepared question, but just based on some of the – some of the conversations we've had so far on the podcast. Would you say that you identify with the party scene? With the party scene, I, I mean, I'd probably say yeah, but I don't I don't know if I partake in it too much anymore. Yeah, but you identify with it? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would say that. Yeah, I'd agree. Those are my people. <laughs> if if I were to say, yeah, I'll party, yeah, yeah those it's are my like, people. It's like, like yeah, I've, I've moved on from that, but it, part of that still lives on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, you. I mean, like I said, I had some rough times, but during those rough times, I had great times too. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of just how it goes. Yeah, I've chilled out a lot more. Yeah, like, like a lot more. Just how it goes when you want to advance. Yeah, you know, if you're happy with being where you're at, then you could just keep on doing the same thing. Yeah, but I'll never be that happy with where I'm at. Yeah, that was a that was a question that came up on on one of our previous uh, thoughts for the mothership episodes. It was like um, somebody asked. Like, at what point do you stop? Like, at what point do you sit back and like, I'm good? Yeah. It's like, dude, never. Right. Like, why would why like whatever goal that you've hit? Why wouldn't you set yourself another goal? Yeah, exactly. That's insane. There's always something. There's always another step. Yeah. At twenty four seven. Um, you can't stop working toward it. Um, you know. Yeah. I haven't worked toward much of my goals, but you know, but the there's always time- something. But at the same time, that kind of that kind of loops back around with what we were talking about earlier, with like you know, you know, you got to live your life, right? Because you never know when it's going to end. Exactly. Right. So you got to do both. There's a balance there. Yeah, and it's kind of tough. And it's life, man. It's another adult thing. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of fucking deal with. Yeah, it's, shit's crazy. Eventually, man. you ever just look in the mirror and be like, "Damn, I'm really a human being. I'm out in this motherfucker." You know, most of the time I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Damn, I'm doing this fucking thing." Yeah. Yeah. You know, right? Most of the time I do that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our uh, second intermission when we get back. Uh, me and Chris, we're going to talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, just some random questions. We're also going to talk about some of the other memories that he has, you know, hanging out with me and uh, and some of the memories that I've had hanging out with him. And you know, it's going to be a great time. So stay right. tuned. You already know it. <laughs> I mean, I had that opportunity this time to go for the house. Yeah, we're we're we're. It's just I like having that extra money. I do as well, and I also don't like only if I can. I don't have to, you know, mow a lawn. We 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 have enough, 
and we have the credit score, I could afford about three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I understand. I completely get, understand I'd where get you're coming from. Probably. I say the same thing most of the time. I'll be like, "Look, I can afford something. I can afford nice. a lot." But would you? Would you, you do? I want to spend all my extra money you on shit around the house, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've even thought about you know you can get a cheap ass place down in the south, rebuild it or something, but. Yeah. Then you're looking at rebuilding it. Yeah. And, I mean, that sounds like a lot of time right now. Yeah, yeah. As a youngin', that sounds like a lot of time. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Down to Earth, Christopher Masters. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Like I said earlier, this is DJ Chris Masters, and I'm turning turning on the AC because this joint is hot. uh, Do you have an ultimate (laughs) comfort food? Um, It'd probably be something Mexican. Yeah, something tacos. Like that. Some tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, tacos, no matter what's in it, beef or steak or, I mean, steak is beef, but, you know, like, it could be chicken, shrimp, tacos, anything. Yeah. Just tacos, yeah, it's probably comfort. Do you have a, where would be a good place um, that could be pretty authentic Mexican in the Louisville area? Because we really don't have that crazy of a. In the Louisville area, I have the spot from where, you know, from where I used to live at is El Toro. You can't go oh wrong with El Toro. It is El so Toro. fucking nice. I mean, I mean, everybody in there, I don't even think they hire anybody that's not Mexican. <laughs> I'm so serious. The only time, the the, the last time I went there, uh, and the reason I've never gone back, because uh, the time I went in there, they had a D rating. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not I mean, surprising at all. I'm, but. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't believe you or anything. <laughs> I completely believe it. <laughs> good food, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't food. go wrong with it um, unless they have a D rating. <laughs> Probably stay away from that. Uh, what is a TV show you turn on to just zone out and forget the world for a bit? Um, if I were to say anything, it'd be that 70s show or The Office. Be one of those two. Um, probably more that 70s show if I want to forget about everything around me. The Office is more of like, I binged that because I was just a such such a good decade um, yeah. run of that show. Yeah, but it was a good show. That 70s show you can't go wrong with. Um, is there anything in your life or life just in general? That you would not want to change. That I would not want to change. Um, currently, I've been on, on the up and up. So every year, I have made sure that I'm I'm at least making, um, you know, like five thousand more. I try to keep it about that. Like mm. my financial, I want it to be financial gain of about five thousand per year. Um, so I mean, as long as I'm on that step, as long as I'm on that gradual process, then I'm good. And so far, I've been pretty on par with that process. Have you been doing any um, stock trading? I haven't at all. Um, and really the biggest part is that I just don't know what the taxes are associated with that. So uh, I know that if you hold bonds and stuff and, and trade a little bit, you're going to have to fill out another form. You and do. So I just haven't done it. You um, do. It's not a mostly deal, though. Pure of laziness, you know, pure laziness, but it's not It's not like I wouldn't want to invest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use um, Robinhood. They, they send you a form. Yeah, already completely filled out. So I, w- I wouldn't mind doing Robin Hood. I just haven't started it yet. Um, it's also I use this extra money, which you know, yeah, I have to find a little bit of. <laughs> <laughs> um, in life, is there something that you think takes too much of your time that you wish you could, you know, you you could change? Video games. Yeah. I wish I could change that one hundred percent. You spend a lot of time playing video games. I love video games, and I mean, like, in certain aspects, like. Right now, I'm only. I, I always focus on sports games. Yeah. But right now, I'm also playing a lot of Modern Warfare. Right. You know, pretty common for right now. Um, but the sports games take a lot of my time, and part of that is part of um, you know, me feeling like I I I, I should have 
made it in something, it doesn't matter what it was. I feel like my athletic ability would have been on par for anything if I would have put my mind to it. Yeah. And so part of it is like I do like these fake, um, kind of fake, uh, you know, um, realistic rebuilds or so or maybe i'll make like a player career or something and i'll follow through with it and i'll try to go all the way because it's kind of like a cope i would say coping thing kind of where i feel like i failed in that aspect you're vicariously i should have living. made it i yeah through through that through sports video game and i mean maybe not modern warfare because i always felt like i if i needed to i would go to the army if i if, had if it came down to it yeah if it came down to <laughs> it i would join uh you know you have to be under 35 but i would join if you know my life and taking a turn, and I had to do something like that. Um, so, so if you turn thirty four and your shit's not together, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I meant more, you, you know, a little bit more about like the younger side. I don't know yeah. if I could be old joining the army because I mean, there's that cutoff where if you're thirty four and you join, they're probably going to want you to move over to the navy because the navy has the cutoff at forty. Oh, really? So yeah, you do a year of the army, and they're probably going to ask you to move, um, which I probably wouldn't want to do. I'm on top of that, the Army's, it's one of those things where it was kind of like I was in a serious relationship at the time, and if I wasn't in it, I, I may have made the jump to join the Army. I almost did that with the Marines. Yeah. I'm so happy I didn't. Yeah. I mean, the Marines is tough. I don't know if I could do all that. Well, um, at, the, at the time, I was... I don't know. It's really tough. At the time, I was self-destructive. You know, some people are like, <laughs> I would love to be a Navy SEAL. You know, shit like that. It's like, oh, really? You want to put the time into that? You want to breathe? You want to hold your breath underwater for two minutes or whatever the fuck they do? They it's do a like lot. a stupid. They make you actually. They make course. you literally go unconscious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They really force it. They, oh, what do they do? They like tie you up and then throw you overboard or they, some shit. They make you go unconscious and then your team has to rescue you. That way, you you never you never worry. You have about that fear. You, yeah, because yeah. your team will always see. That's you very back. ballsy, and I don't know if it's I could so really ballsy. go for that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so ballsy. High level of military. Um, but army, I, I've definitely thought about it. infantry. No question, because yeah. I would love to. I mean, if it came down to it, um, I know there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the U.S. and stuff, and I don't agree with like policing and crap, and I never will. Um, I mean, people laugh about that and stuff, but I mean, it gets to the point where like if somebody robbed my place, I probably still wouldn't call the cops. I'd go find that motherfucker that robbed my place, and it's Kentucky. It's a stand your ground. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I do sometimes. Um, that's just how it goes. Um, but I always respect the military. There's nothing about the military that I won't ever respect. And the U.S. is the greatest country, no matter what's going on. We're number one, baby. You know what I'm saying? Can't go one. wrong with that one. A lot of people like to complain about the stuff that's going on. And like, look, dude, I get it. There's yeah. a lot of fucked up shit going on. Yeah. But to just try to, you know, brush you, us off to the side as like some kind of third world country. Or something yeah, is, you could you could talk as much as you want about the U.S., but like my mother, you know, went away from El Salvador because it's nothing but gang wars over there. Yeah. You know, she's from the motherland, so 100% like uh, grew up near that shit. And people want nothing out of that place but to leave. Yeah. You know? like I, there's a I, lot I, of places like that. I would love to go back and visit, but... The fact is, and there's a lot of lighter skinned people down there, but I mean, you took one look at me and you'll know that, especially if you're down there, you'll know that I'm at least, you know, part white. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty wild down there to the point where, you know, I mean, you've seen that, that Mexican cartel shit where they cut off heads and stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. like those Salvadorian gangs, they'll do the same thing. So, I mean, when you compare that to the U.S., I mean, we ain't got none of that going on. We got gangs going on, but everybody's got gangs going on. It's not like that. It's not like that anywhere. No, no, no. That's such an interesting point of view Yeah, as, from somebody who... who I mean, my mother wouldn't it. even watch me play Call of Duty. 
if I put on the game, yeah, I mean, that's how she would act, at least. I don't know if it was that bad. I'm sure it was gang wars, and there was, you know, this, that person showing up dead in the street this, that day, or whatever the fuck. But, I, I mean, I'd play Modern Warfare or something like that, and, and she'd be like, ah, oh, turn that stuff off, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can't even watch that shit. This is just like a slot with Warcraft like that. But Yeah. I mean, you know, get traumatized over the crap like that. That's an interesting, like, obviously, you didn't go through it yourself, but it, I, I would love to have somebody on at some point, like, from a third world country, and just be like, yo, dude. Yeah. America, not right. that fucking bad. When you compare it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, of course, everybody lives in a, you know, um, middle class. Yeah. The majority of people live here in middle class, but middle class here is better than, you know, middle class anywhere else, man. It doesn't really matter. A lot of people like to compare the U.S. to, like, Europe and stuff like that, but... Right. Doesn't compare. I mean, even when you talk about money figures, I mean, the euro is worth more than the U.S. dollar. Yeah. You know, you can't even compare money-wise. Yeah, it's 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 a hard set, and we're not going to figure Closest it out. Closest thing you can compare is Canada. In Canada, even if you were an American moving to Canada, you, your only bet is Toronto because every other place in Canada speaks French. I mean, <laughs> they have that English background, but no, it's you're going to be fucked up if you don't know French. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we're not going to figure it out here. Yeah, we're just a bunch of dumb apes, but yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have our own opinions, but yeah, we're not. Gonna figure it out you know it is <laughs> u.s follows at this point is there anything in life you have had to unlearn or relearn as you've grown as a person unlearn and relearn um uh, probably unlearn is that i can't go out and do whatever i want to 24 7 at this point in time you know like you said when you're an adult i mean i don't know what else there would be that i'd have to unlearn I mean, like, I never did anything drastic, like, have to relearn how to use, you know, physical therapy, therapy or something like that, like a broken bone or anything. Um, but, um, you know, definitely just when you grow older, you have a different mindset 24-7. So you want to get get away from that, uh, you know, that dumbass shit you were doing 24-7. Yeah, going from a teenager where you're, like, literally doing... But I've always felt like I was maybe a little bit older or, or more of an old soul. I mean, I wouldn't say... You know, I know everything, but um, compared to everybody my age, there's a reason why I didn't hang out with people my age. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you know, like five years older than me. Yeah. And I, it was always like that. It wasn't just you. I mean, it was always people older than me. I felt like I had a, my conscience was always. Above. Yeah. Everybody else. That was my age group. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there, there's, there's a interesting balance that i have i i like to i love to hang out with people older than me because i love to learn yeah um especially about life not academics right but like life yeah exactly because everybody goes through something different you know yeah yeah everybody's got a lesson to teach you one of my one of my biggest one of the biggest figures in my life right now is um a man named marcus you of course know yeah definitely um obviously you know has been around the block quite a few yeah. times. Uh, I mean, there's only a few times I've, I've met the man and talked to him, but I love the man. I mean, there's nothing he's ever done to to, to yeah. make me think any. And every else. time I'm around him, I know that there's something I can learn. Out yeah. of every interaction that I have with him, there's something that you can learn out of there. And, and Definitely. Even people who are close to me, like, it, you know, as far as age go, like Brett, mm. you know, she's a pain in my ass a lot of the times. But right. But I know that there's a lot that I can learn from her every single time. Right. We, we, you know, I remember that. Uh, that kind of... That kind of changed my views at one point because, like I said earlier, you put me on to management. 
I uh, wouldn't have it if it wasn't for you. But when I was over at that restaurant, we had switched over from Marcus to uh, to you know to Ike, and uh, it was a big change, right? And um, I remember you mentioning how I was really pissed off one day. I don't remember what he did to me. I'm sure he pissed me off somehow. And uh, I remember you stating, yeah, I could get really pissed off, but I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that this man knows that I don't know that he could teach me. Yeah. And that, uh, I'm sure that, I mean, that I literally think about that every so often whenever there's something that I don't want to learn from somebody or something that, you know. and I, I Because of your back personal that gripes. Point. Right. Yeah. Another thing I always think about is whenever Tyler first came into the um, to the business and he was helping out, making sure we were hitting sales and labor and all that crap. And, uh, and you had mentioned how one thing that changed you was when it was like your first few weeks or something over at noodles. And you had seen Tyler get on his hands and knees and scrub something until yep. it was done. And you were like, you know, most people wouldn't have done that. Most people wouldn't have gotten on their hands Upper and management knees. And doesn't you know do what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's another thing that always plays part in my head is like you always have to go above and beyond what people think you're going to be able to do. You know, twenty four seven. Doesn't matter if it's work or personal wise. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Um work specifically, if you're in a position where you shouldn't be doing the job below you. Yeah. If you go out of your way to do that job, yeah. I mean that solidifies everything that I need to know about your personality. Even it, it makes it, it like like you said, like he's kinda going below himself and yeah. doing what like a grunt worker would do probably more so. Yeah. Um but it kinda makes himself look like more like a higher up because he's down to do Exactly. He's in the trenches with his people. You, you, He's down at, to do what In the other moment, do. you look like you're going below, but in actuality, you're going way beyond. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, important. So there's there's that aspect. And I always think about those two things whenever, you know, it comes to professional. It, it doesn't even have to be about restaurant. No, no, you can apply just, that anywhere. Yeah, exactly. You can apply that to your own So that life. won't be forgotten. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely think about that. Um, Say you had to create your own TV show. Mm-hmm. What would it be about? Um, it would it would definitely be just a sitcom. I don't know if there's anything else. I, I mean, I wouldn't be like a reporter or anything like that. Yeah. But um, there's so many moments in my life, and I mean, it sounds pretty head-ass because everybody thinks they're pretty funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like there's several moments in my life where something happens, and I'm like, wow, that... I mean, we could have our own sitcom right now. Like, throw a camera on <laughs> us, and we're definitely going to, you know, get some views. Almost everybody says that. Shit. I mean, the other day, I, I mean, I was after my little acid trip or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We go into this garage of a uh, Mel's friend that we, you know, we hang out with or whatever, and she had like the TV on this little tiny ass coffee table and a couch. And her boyfriend, as I'm walking in, goes in and he like lands himself on the couch, and it looked just like a scene out of like The Simpsons. It was the same kind of vibe: small TV, small little coffee table, little tiny couch, kind of homey. And then he just like, sl- you know, throws himself onto the couch. It was pretty funny. And I looked at them and I was like, you know, that is. This looks exactly like a TV set. Like you fucking throw a camera out front and I mean, you know, you get that 70s show they shit. <laughs> have you ever been hunting? I haven't actually. Have you been fishing? I haven't as well. So if you and those had are to two choose, things that I would want to do. If you had to choose one or the other, which one would you if rather If I had to do? choose one, I would probably go fishing. Really? Yeah. Because um, I've never done it and it seems so chill. Yeah. Um, there's some times where I just want to forget about stuff and just go out there and just, you know, mindlessly do something where I don't, I don't think I'm, uh, not, not like not productive, but like, you know, just taking a mental break, able to give yourself some sort of leisure time. And I think fishing would be a perfect, 
perfect thing to do. I just don't. I've never done it, so I'd have to be put in that position where I can. So I've I've been fishing. I've never been hunting. Um, I I would really love to go hunting. I, but I, I if I went hunting, I would want to make sure that I I used every piece of the animal that I at least knew how to. No question. I mean, I've even thought about the same thing. Like if I went to go get a deer, and I killed the deer, I'm I'm gonna eat every piece of that animal. I mean, it's kind of like when you go back to, um, yeah, I mean, I know vegans and stuff have a different point of view and stuff on this, but, like, these these animals were put on this earth to be, you know. (laughs) We're number one, To be mauled, yeah, yeah. We're (laughs) We're at the top of the food chain for a reason. There's a reason we're here. And, yeah, uh, we wouldn't be. There's a reason you vegans can question why we're eating animals. So it's because we're number one. Yeah, and, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and if you're eating tofu, I really don't understand what's the matter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> every every now and then I take this from Nate Every now and then I actually don't I don't mind tofu I'm not uh, gonna choose tofu yeah. But every every now and then I'll eat a piece of tofu <laughs> And I'll I, I take this directly from Nathaniel But I just I'll eat it And I'll look at The closest person next to me And be like Yep that's why I eat steak <laughs> <laughs> Every time Every time Um, <laughs> What weapon would you use In the zombie apocalypse If you had to have one What weapon If I had to have one Um I'd probably go M4. M4? Uh, yeah. Um, it's well, reliable. You're going to you're gonna have to find the ammunition for that, bud. It's reliable. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, you didn't really tell me that I have to find some ammunition. Well, you, you, can, have the am- <laughs> you can have the weapon. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I'd find some ammo. Yeah? Yeah, no question. Have you been fi- have you fired a, a weapon? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. When's the last um, time you went? At you a went firing range? Yeah. No. Well, uh, I went to Harrods Creek, but I only shot a couple times. Uh, it was it was my first time being at like a shooting range and it's outdoor. You know, it's kind of kind of yeah, nicer than how loud an indoor range can be. Um, but I didn't shoot much. I shoot a couple. I shot a couple pistol rounds. Uh, most of the shit has been stupid inner city. You know, yeah, one of my guys, I shoot this that. I mean, you ever go do uh, like like assault rifles and stuff. Um, I haven't actually. Um, so we just figured out. And the only the time, time out. the only time I've shot a shotgun was when I was, it was one of those two Cub Scout meetings I was talking about earlier. Mm. The second one was like the Cub Scout. I mean, it was part of the Expo Center, the fair, but yep. like the Cub Scouts go out there and they do a whole bunch of shit. And one of them was that they have like a target shooting thing, and one and you can shoot. There's a part where they only do BBs, and then there's another part where they did actual you know, rounds or whatever. And if you do the rounds, you have to have an instructor, like, kind of help you out with it, kind of hold hold the, you know, the barrel with you or whatever, but or the little spot so that you don't kick your arm off. But I guess that's the one time. I've always thought that the next time I go to a shooting range, like an indoor one, I'll probably just rent one of their ARs, a SCAR or something, an AR-15. SCARs are hard to find. ARs are, are readily available. Yeah. So pretty much. I have a, I have a, a membership, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely down. So we just the biggest thing is, I just wish <laughs> the DMV wasn't so messed up because of Corona right now. So I could, I could kind of just go up in there and and have because I I want my next session to be with my first true firearm. Yeah, like I've know I've had a couple, but they, it wasn't you know it wasn't legal or anything. So cool. So when we're done with the, when we're done with this, we'll figure out one. Yeah, yeah, definitely, no question. And we'll 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 rent the the place that I we'll we'll rent the Uzi. I mean, it's also been a little bit of time since I've shot, but, I mean, it's not like you forget so, anything. So the only time that I ever go to shoot to hit the target mm-hmm. is when I'm by myself yeah. and when I'm with my personal firearm. Mm-hmm. 
because that's when I need to. Pr- that's the one I need. Right. To I mean, if that's the one you're shooting with, you got to know. Right. That's that if that's the one I'm going to carry. That's yeah. 100%. So when I when I go with friends, I I literally just go to just have some fun. You ever see the holsters where they have a spot for the extra bag? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you ever carry one of those? Nope. <laughs> no. I saw one I'm, of those I'm recently. Too, uh, I'm too big to appendix carry, which is how I would prefer to oh, okay. uh, carry. Um. So I usually I I don't usually conceal. Yeah, I'd usually, probably open carry anyways. I'd, I usually I'd open carry. Probably put it on my head. I'd prefer to conceal carry. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd have that room either. The the few, I do that. the few times that I have concealed carried, I I felt a weight that I didn't that I didn't like, which yeah. I know that that just comes. You know, the good part about now is that Kentucky in 2019, I dropped the concealed carry permit they sure law. Did. So I don't. Uh, I wouldn't say it's good. I say it's easier to carry. No I, I question. Say, I agree too. I'm I'm all for a free state. Yeah, no question. I mean, it, it, I don't want my Second Amendment infringed in any way. Kentucky is even to the point where if you have a license in another state, it's valid in this it state, is, yes. no matter what. Yeah, I love Kentucky laws like that. There's a reason why I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> a non. It's a stand your ground state too. Here's yes. another part where we go back to California from the earlier part, earlier segment of the show. Um, California is not a stand your ground state. Which is um, fucked. So, and I, I feel like it does have like a lower tier of staying your ground, but it's not what it is in Kentucky. In Kentucky, you don't have to retreat. If in someone California, is on your property, right, and you don't want them there, you, you fucking bust that down. shit. If it's California and somebody runs up on your shit, you have to attempt to retreat first. Yes. So if there's another room in your apartment or house or whatever you're in, you have to run to your to the other room in the back. And you you have to allow them to gain ground. And they in have your to show home. up. They have to move in the back, right? Like that's that, that's a push on you. That's insane. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I mean, there's another reason. I feel like if I ever get to Cali, it'll be more like a my business is flourishing and I got my condo out there. There's, I don't there's think just, it'll be like I fully reside over there. There's there's I mean, there's only a handful of states that have freer. Uh, gun rights than Kentucky. Yeah, um, there's Montana, only a few. Colorado, right? Uh, Montana, you can basically manage. I mean, there's a few around us as well that yeah. have better gun laws, like yeah, Virginia's. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have really good gun laws. Montana, you can basically construct uh, your own firearms. Texas, Texas probably has the best gun laws out of any state. Actually, Montana does. Really? Montana has the loosest gun laws. I believe it. I yeah. believe it. It's. I mean, you have to understand these people live miles apart from each other. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they yeah, need to protect a lot of the land. Stuff. It's kind of like you know they're in the same vicinity as Wyoming and Idaho and shit like that and the Dakotas. Yeah. So I mean, have you ever watched any of uh, Coleon Noir? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, so I, he's from Austin, he, Texas. He bitches about Texas gun laws all the time. Yeah. Um, I find he's very cocky. He's oh, he's incredibly very cocky, cocky oh. guy. And well, he, I understand. He's I a lawyer. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he knows I don't mind his videos. You know how it is. I mean, he's also a sneakerhead. I'm a sneakerhead. And yeah, we yeah. kind of kind of vibe on that. But and he he's very knowledgeable on his guns. So yeah, I, I watch I watch a few of his videos. I I enjoy. It. I mean, look, it's not to say that I don't believe in gun laws because I do. I I don't need a grenade launcher, and if I do want one, I need to go through the proper processes to get one. It depends. I don't need. Opinion. A, I don't need a grenade launcher. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, but I also that Second Amendment is there for a reason. I agree completely. That government will overtake us if they can. Yes, and at this and current you, moment, I don't know if I could say that they're not in the position to be able to. And and the only reason they can't is because we are a well armed population. At the current moment, right? Yes, right. Yeah, so these people can. We can. We can still at least. I'm a Democrat. Militia. I'm a, I'm a Democrat, but for like, the most part. But 
I, I do get worried about some of the Second Amendment pushes Same. that the Democrats make. There's a, and this is why I always say I'm independent. It's just because I, I don't agree with everything. Like, gun laws, I will always go Republican on. I am actually... Almost I, always. This is going to piss people off if they hear it. I'm, yeah. I am registered as a libertarian. Well, I mean, uh, I mean that's... So I, that shouldn't piss too many people off. I don't, I don't, like, I don't want taxes. You, you're going for a third party, which, I mean, the majority of the U.S. right now is stating that we can't go for the third party. I mean, 90% of voters don't even go for the third party. And yeah. right now, a, a lot of the downfall of this country is that we are so stuck on this two-party mm-hmm. bipartisan which bullshit. Which is why I'm pissed. Which is not what we need. I mean, no. you, you can only have two candidates at one point. Which is bullshit. It Fuck seems that. like nobody else can get in. Which is fucking gay. It's not really a true democracy if we only have two parties. No. What do I know? Hey, we're, yeah, exactly. We're not going to figure <laughs> it out. Just a lowly here. fry cook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this oh, kitchen is not the same without you. <laughs> um, when someone comes to you for help, what does it usually pertain to? Um, when, when people need you for help, what, what do they usually need? Um, it is... For some reason, normally relationship advice. Really? Yes, and you would probably not even expect that answer. I, was I probably say, wouldn't expect that at all. <laughs> but people like to assume that I'm just perfect in, in whatever I've got going on. Pretty much ever since I've been in high school, uh, they think that I've just got a pretty good relationship going on. So they ask me, and most of my friends think that, you know, my opinion is pretty valid whenever it comes to stuff like that. So <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of weird, but yeah, I'd say that. If you were the dictator of a small island nation, what are some of the rules you would put in place? What are some of the rules? Um, Dictator-wise. Um, Let's say you got rule over like 500,000 people. Okay. Okay, I hear you. Um, well, I would still have, I don't remember the name of it, but it's where the government can still take your land over no matter what. Um I'd still have it set like that. Communism? Yeah, well, it's not communism, but even the U.S. has it set like this. So if the U.S. feels as if um, they need to take your land for whatever reason, they can take it back and give you a fair, quote-unquote, a fair value for what it is, right? So I would still have that sort of standing on it, but it'd be more of like a farmer society if I were to take over 500,000 people. Um, Just because, I mean, if you build your... I mean, like North Korea you know, imports a lot of fruit and vegetables and stuff like that because they don't have a lot of, you know, ample land that they, that they can grow that stuff on. And if I had ample land to grow that stuff on, I would definitely make myself a self-resourceful, you know, region, nation. So what would you, you do for it. energy then? That's a good question. Um, if it was my own island, I don't know how much energy I could get. I mean, you, you would try. and I mean, once you get your financials up, you'd probably hire a couple of people from another place. Um, so you you would outsource that. You would definitely. I would. Def, I would. So you would, you're that. you're comfortable outsourcing stuff as long as it's not food. Um, I would prefer. Yeah, definitely yeah. not food. If your country can grow one of the most valuable resources in the world, there's nothing you can beat. Yeah. Nothing you can beat at all. I mean, you're knocking down half of the economy right there whenever you're importing stuff. Um, yeah. Like I said, North system. Korea has to import a lot of their crap, and that's yeah. why they have a food shortage twenty four seven. Yeah, especially because. Because of the uh, <laughs> the tariffs that we yeah everybody has tariffs against them everybody yeah. has barricades I mean there's, nobody wants to give the Koreans anything and when you have that sort of vibe going on around around the world you're you're not gonna get shit I tell you about the so Sergio has been to every country in the world yeah 
I mean, that's fucking wild. Including North Korea. <laughs> including North Korea. That's insane as well. I'd never do that to so, myself. So, first off, when he was telling me all this stuff at Plainview, I mm-hmm. didn't believe him. Yeah. I didn't believe him for a fucking second. Right. I thought he was fuck his, up, dude. He's, he's this old man, right? <laughs> You're right. Adam on Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. 100% has been to every country in the fucking world. Right? Yeah. It's because he doesn't have a U.S. passport because he's not a U.S. citizen. What a savage. He's from Brazil. So he's a resident. Yeah. You know, that's how my mom is. She's not a citizen either. You don't have to be a citizen, especially when you have kids in the States. Yeah. So she has three of these kids, and she ain't got to do it no more. So she's a legal U.S. citizen because of, I mean, she had a legal visa for that, but also she married into. Yeah, so now the, she's good. So now she's good no matter what. But she um, never has to become a, a citizen. So so he's he's been everywhere. Um, he, he I saw a picture of him in Antarctica where he was wearing shorts and a T-shirt standing next to penguins. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So he's showing us pictures. He it was the time that me, Michael Kohler, and Zach Hebert went up to Sergio's, and he's showing us pictures of North Korea. Yeah. And he and Sergio snaps a pic of like this house cat, and the house cat's all fat. And Zach just goes, "What the fuck? The U.S. media has been lying to us. You can't even see that cat's rib cage." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. I don't. I mean, I'm sure you remember this, but the interview is one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, and, I do remember um, that. Yeah, that reminds me of that part. Where it's like, fake fucking fruit, <laughs> fake fucking fat kid. <laughs> and he's just flipping out because they had the stands and the stuff, just you know, fake stuff to to show the tourists that they had stuff in there. But that's really how it how it goes back there. Is there anything that tons of people are obsessed with that you just cannot wrap your head around? Um, probably. Um, at this point, I mean, it's probably a little bit different of a mentality, but current with current like rap and stuff going on, everybody wanting to be like the next rapper and it doesn't even have to be like you rapping, but you want to wear that, you want to wear that, you know, Balmain belt that he, or Balmain pants that he's got on. You want to wear that Gucci belt he's got on. You want to wear this and that. And I mean, I'm, I'm into, you know, a few materialistic things. But when you're focusing your whole life around having this stuff, um, that's something I can't get around. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Because you kind of do subscribe to some of that. Cause like you're yeah, definitely. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely agree. You know, I, I, I like my shoes. I like my <laughs> clothes. You know, there's definitely some of that. But I won't go and spend $400 on a pair. Um, so right before we end this episode, why don't you tell me, the craziest story that you can remember shared with me. The craziest story. Um, shared with you. It might be my acid trip. Or it might be the time where my, my old man already hated you for God knows what. And then we skated downtown all day, went to Fern Creek, came back to downtown everything in a day. And we found out that it was Sunday, so we missed the 6 o'clock tark <laughs> on 5th and Market. And we're sitting at Metro, um, the Metro Call Center. And we decided, oh, I, I guess we have to <laughs> well, we have to call somebody to get us from out here. So I call my old man, and I'm like, yo, I've got, <laughs> I've got Devin with me. <laughs> um, that was a wild time because I was, I mean, that was still when we were, pretty new and uh and hanging out and stuff and i mean we literally spent the whole day just downtown in front creek skating just chilling 24 so yeah just chilling the whole time i mean i literally spent my last dollar getting a roast beef junior at arby's when, <laughs> when that was a thing and that was on market 
Um, all right. Uh, so, you know, um, why don't you tell us about the, the acid trip that you had? Uh, the recent one or the, the, one, the, the you? one you were talking about? Yeah. The, the one, the, the one that was with me. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So my first time I was with you all and I did one tab and I didn't feel much. I got like a body, like the little body, how you get off of that one tab. So I was like, you know what? The next time I did, I think a tab and a half and I got a little bit. And I think it was more so just like hues and colors and stuff, but I was still just more more so chilling. And then I decided the next time, like, yo, I didn't trip enough on these last couple of times. Like, I got a really trip. So I remember taking three tabs with you. I took three tabs myself. I was Man, that was insane. I probably have never tripped that hard. And I, I've never gotten to the point where I see my hand melting into the ground. But I've I've gotten pretty close with this one. Uh, so I get over to the, I mean, it takes 45 minutes or so. And I hop over to the bathroom. We're smoking weed and stuff in between this. But um, I hop over to the bathroom. And it was all red lights. Got the red heart again, heart of Graham cha- uh, neon sign or whatever up there. And so it's just nothing but red in there. And um, yeah, I'll take my piss, whatever. I get done with that. I go over to the, to the mirror. And... Uh, <laughs> I decide as I'm washing my hands, I don't even think about it, but I look up. And I look up and I see myself and I realize I fucked up. <laughs> so as soon as I see that, everything starts changing, everything's moving, all types of stuff like that. I'm starting to get colors. And so my first idea, and the door is locked for God knows what. But uh, my first idea was to, uh, was to turn the lights off. So I turn the lights off, I end up hitting the ground, and uh, immediately I, I know I fucked up. Because it's black in there, it's pitch black, so it's nothing but rainbow colors going around. I have nothing but ge- you know, ge- geometrical figures going around the you know, uh, around the walls, whatever I could imagine in rainbow colors, and it was just flying. It was going through my head like crazy. So maybe twenty minutes of that, and I'm getting the door. You know, somebody's banging on the door like, "Yo, I gotta take a piss. I gotta take a piss." And I'm like, "Yo, I, I can't move, man. <laughs> I'm kind of stuck right here. You know, I, I kind of fucked up." And so uh, I don't remember what happened, whether the door could still be opened in a weird way or whether somebody, like, unscrewed that shit or something. But somehow you guys, they get into the bathroom. And then from my feet, I get dragged out. (laughs) 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 They end up using the restroom, and I'm just laying there for, like, another 30 minutes, just like, oh, my God, this is insane. I can't fucking do this. (laughs) And then, uh, I, I mean, I don't remember, I don't recall 100% because it's been a while, but I feel like my peak was about like five hours or something. It was a <laughs> stupid long peak, something you would never expect. I mean, we dropped at like eight, and, and I mean, my, I felt like my peak didn't finish till 4 a.m. Um, Jesus Christ. Some stupid stuff, man. Um, and then I remember 6 a.m., the sun's coming up, and we're smoking weed. <laughs> it was a wild time. Yeah, back before I was full time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, thanks for coming on. Um, you already know. I appreciate it. Again, you can find Chris on Instagram at CRI33ZZ. Chris, mm-hmm. is there anything you want to add and or plug? Uh, no, I feel like I've kind of uh, kind of set my uh, whatever my uh, fuck something. <laughs> you, want, you want to tell people where they can find your OnlyFans? 
yeah, you can find it at ST3. No, I'm just <laughs> only fans yet. All right, for Great Man Media, I'm Devin. <laughs> Don't forget, a new episode of Thoughts from the Mothership airs this Monday, and I'll see you next week. All right, peace.